You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Welcome to the Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. It's the 15th of December 2023 and time to check in with Mr. Mark Rapsy. How are you doing, Rappo? Yeah, afternoon, Deeks. You all right, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad. We we missed our mention of our five years last week, didn't we? Yeah, I know, mate. Yeah, we... Yeah. Why didn't you remind yeah, so, me? I know. Sorry, mate. Yeah, shoddy work from me, <laughs> Deeks. I'm, I'm, I'm meant to be the stats man, mate, isn't I? <laughs> Stato Rappo. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, five years, Deeks. Where's that gone, mate? Where's that oh, gone? Oh, I know. Tell oh. me about it. Right. Flipping it, mate. A few more grey hairs, mate. <laughs> well, a lot less hair. A lot less hair as well, Deeks, I think, mate. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, five years gone and, um, yeah. well, yeah, I, I haven't totted up how many people we've had on the podcast in that time, but it must be getting on quite a few, you know, in the oh, way of yeah. numbers, mustn't it? Yeah, yeah. Flipping it, Deeks, yeah. Some, some classic interviews, mate. Yeah, yeah. some beauties over the year. yeah. Yeah, see, you had a lot of uh, good feedback from your interview with uh, Richie, mate, didn't you? Sticker. Yes. Mate, that went down quite well, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, that's right. Did, didn't it, mate? Yeah. A lot of people were, yeah. Quite a few people said to me about that one as well, Dick. So well done, mate. And uh, another good result for them as well. A draw with doubles, wasn't it, Saturday? Yeah, I was there, Dick. So I was there. Yeah. Um, not not a classic, mate. You know, won't won't go down in. You, you know, won't, won't remember it in. You know, well, I probably won't remember it in two weeks, mate. To be honest, but but um, but now from Sticker's point of view, Dicks, you know, sort of rode their luck a little bit, mate. But you know, like Richie was saying in the interview, he's got them working hard, Dicks, and I've got to say, mate, you know, whenever Double's got the ball. Whatever you know, whatever area of the pitch it was, whether they they were at the back, you know, like Sticker were pressing them, you know, and sort of rushed them into things a little bit, mate, and you know, like, yeah, they just pressed them all over the pitch. Sticker lads worked really hard, and you know, good point in the end from really Dicks, and you know, I th- you know, I think Dobbles look the more likely, likely sort of second half to you know, unlucky probably maybe not to get a penalty, and you know, a couple couple of things just sort of just going over the bar and past the post but but you've got to say Deeks you know think think Sticker probably worked hard and probably deserved that point in the end mate really well done to him mate mm. well done to him and well yeah. as Phil Hiscock says a little bit later they're on a bit of a run now aren't they yeah exactly I'd, you know I know we'll look at it later on but you know they got Toro at the weekend Deeks you know not not on you know Toro not sort of playing too well at the minute so you know they could go three games unbeaten Deeks couldn't they after Saturday they could that's right yeah. okay what are you laughing at well no <laughs> yeah. yeah it seems it seems a bit um, yeah no no you know <laughs> Three games unbeaten, so. Okay, yeah. okay. Let, let's move on quickly before we upset the the, the sticker camp. We, you know, we yeah, we, we yeah. got on our side after last week's uh, podcast. Now we're now we're upsetting them. So let's move on quickly, no. shall we? Yeah, good club, mate. Good club. <laughs> From the National League South through to the Saint Piran League, this is the place to be. First up, let's uh, go, uh, as always, as we go through all the leagues in uh, our Saturday football, let's start at the top. It's the National League South, of course, and uh, let's hear from Cam Weldon. Well, another podcast, another week, Cam, where we're talking about no game. Well, we're not talking yeah. about no game. There's no game to talk about. 
<laughs> yeah, Dave, that's um, it's frustrating, isn't it? I think another another week with another postponement, and again, it's, there's nothing anybody can do about it. It's just awful, um, awful weather, really, that's that's played its part. And um, there was an early pitch inspection on on Friday um, because we were playing Dover, and obviously they they were coming down and staying overnight because it was a, it's a colossus journey. So um, they were on there on their way down so we had to make an early decision and from what I was told if the if the game was actually uh, played on, on the Friday then the pitch would be playable and the game would have gone ahead but hmm. um, I think the common sense prevailed and they looked at the the club looked at the um, the weather forecast and um, yeah I think if any, anyone didn't need to look really just looked out their windows Friday evening pretty hmm. much all night and Saturday like it was just torrential rain wasn't it and um the game was never going to be on so it's, ultimately the decision was made and it was a correct decision and Dover didn't have to travel down and um, it's frustrating because there's no game for, for us but um, <laughs> there's nothing you can do in these sort of conditions Dave and um, ultimately there was there was no game And but we got to look at the positives of it From I'm sure Dover were probably really pleased to not have, have made that journey but um, mm. for them They've now got to come down on Tuesday, so that's going to be a, an entertaining one for them. But um, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose when this sort of thing happens, when it's a home game, you, you could look upon it and think, right, they've, you know, the opposition got to make a long trip midweek. You know, that will help us, won't it? So, th- do you think like that at all when these things happen? Um, I don't, to be honest, I don't really think it's not really a question for me personally, Dave. I've, I've like. I think I'm sure Paul and, and Yetz probably might have their opinions on that. I know that was something that Truro in the past, um, it was it was almost like a a, a secret weapon, really. Mm. Um, when it, not even if it was postponed or whatever, but if it just when the National League or the Southern League or whoever we were, whatever league we we're in, if they uh, scheduled a game for a Tuesday night, and not many teams would want to travel. The higher up the leagues we went, not many teams wanted to travel down to Truro on a Tuesday night, understandably, because um, again it was part-time footballers then, and they've, they've all got jobs and stuff, and they can't. A lot of these they're not getting paid the the, the money and stuff, so I think they can't afford to take uh, time off work and such. And um, teams used to come down with weakened teams, obviously, and that that obviously played into our hands a little bit. But um, nowadays, probably in the in in what the National South is now, the climate, I don't think. Um, I don't think it's the same really, Dave. Obviously, it's a couple of times. Truro, for example, we, we had it a couple of weeks ago and we went to Maidstone. We were without um, Ben Adelsbury and Connor Riley Lowe because they couldn't get time off work. But um, really, in, quite often in, in the National League now, um, there's so many teams that are full-time and the players are... Um, like it's not. I wouldn't really say it's much of a, a bonus or a weakness, but... Mm. Um, it's not I'm saying that I wouldn't want to be one of the Dover players or management or staff having to make that journey on a Tuesday night because that's a that's a long one mm. oh well yeah these things happen and uh, it, it's always going to happen with the distances involved so going to be at least the early shouts of the games being called off so that's uh, that's a good thing now um it's a fairly local game on Saturday isn't it and uh, would I be right in saying it's old rivals you're coming up against um, well, it's it's local day for us. Um, <laughs> a lot closer than Dover and Maidstone, but um, yeah, I suppose you could say they're rivals. Really, we've played them. Oh, I think, think twenty three times. I think we've matched up against them now. So um, old foes, and uh, in in Western Supermare, uh, a team we we know very well. Um, 
we played against them twice already this season. So, uh, and it's the fact this will be the third game and it's, what is it, it was December. Like, that's pretty crazy, really. But, um, yeah, so we know we're in for a, a difficult game. Western coming into the game off the back of a, a brilliant result midweek. Um, they were 2 0 down in the FA Trophy at home to Woking and uh, came back to win 3 2 in stoppage time. So, um, obviously, they'll be riding a bit of a wave and, They'll, they'll take confidence in the last two games against Truro this season. They beat us in the FA Cup uh, 2-0 at their place. And then the following week, they came down. And despite Truro probably being the better side on the day, um, a, a wonder goal from Kieran Thomas uh, flew into the top corner. And there's nothing that, I think it was Jamie Pardington in goal that day, um, could do about it. And uh, we lost we lost 1-0, despite, as I said, probably being... Uh, seeing the the better of the play, but that happens in football. So, it, and it, it swings around about. So I thought last year we played them twice, and Western obviously went up as champions. We went up in the playoffs, and um, we were the. I think we were one of the one of, if not the only team who stopped uh, Western scoring last year. We drew nil nil at home, um, and then we went up there and beat them one nil away, and it was a uh, it was a brilliant goal. And then one of those goals you never kind of forget, Dave. I'm not really sure why it wasn't that. It's not like it was a, a beautiful goal or anything, but it's, um, I just remember Finn Crack uh, just picked up the ball in his own half and ran pretty much the length of the pitch. And uh, he was tackled, but he managed to, just as he was tackled, he managed to play the ball to Tyler Harvey out wide. He crossed it into to Rocky and he, he headed home. So, And that was the only goal of the game, but Hammy, Hammy made a penalty save in the second half. But it, it was one of those games that you, you remember, really. And I think a lot of Truro fans that day started to believe that maybe promotion was a possibility. Um, obviously, we ended up doing it the hard way in the playoffs, which when when you, when you win the playoffs, it's always like the best feeling. Um, so I think ultimately it didn't really matter. Both teams went up, but I think that was a, an important day for us. But we, we know we're in for a tough game on Saturday, Dave, and it's the cliche. But um, I think Western are a good side. They play the ball well. They've got some quality players. Dale Grubb, Reuben Reed, these are high high-profile players and um, even Alex Fletcher is a, a player, a name that a lot of people know as well. So they've, he, he, he's been sort of a bench player since he's come in. So they've got a lot of firepower in their team, but I'm sure the, the, the boys will be raring to get back out on the pitch and, um, and see, see what they can do on Saturday. Yeah, it looks like um, they're on a, a, a mini run of good form at the moment, aren't they? So it's going to be a, a tough one, as they all are. So, uh, um, yeah, good luck with that one. Now, there is some good news, isn't there? Um, um, your striker is staying with the club for a little bit longer. Yeah, it's fantastic news for the football club, Dave. Um, Tyler Harvey uh, signed a new uh, a new contract with the club that's going to keep him, keep him uh, with Truro for the foreseeable future, which is... Um, fantastic news it really is He's, we know how good he is well, I don't need to sit here and tell everyone how good he is because it doesn't take a genius to see that you know he's a, he's our leading marksman he has been for uh, well I think he's been top goal scorer for Truro since 2018-2019 so I think that sort of says um, how good a striker he is he's scored 125 goals I was looking up his stats 125 goals in 200 and 225 appearances 215 appearances or something mm. it, so it's it's a fantastic turnaround really considering a lot um, when you think about the start of his Truro time using a team that was struck battling relegation and um, and like don't forget he scored 25 goals in, a, in the team that got relegated from National League South as well so I think that goes to show how good a, a tally how good a striker he is and um, 
I mean, it's it's the kind. It's, the, it's not even he, it's the magnitude of different types of goals he scores. Like he's good with his head. He's good with his left foot. He's good with his right foot. Um, his movement off the ball. Like he's just he's a fantastic footballer. And I think us at Tourist City we're very lucky to have him and um, to have him signed on for um, the, the for the foreseeable future is, is fantastic news for the football club. And it just adds adds to the great news. Obviously, the new ownership and Paul coming in and signing his new deal. Um, to have Tyler commit to commit his future as well to the club is fantastic. Yeah, so uh, thanks for telling us about that. That's uh, that's a good news. Now we've also got news. Or well, as as you said off air before we, when we were talking, it's an end of an era for you, isn't it, Cam? Uh, you're 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 not going to be on the podcast. Um, well, in, in a couple of weeks' time, you, you're packing us in. Yeah. No. It's um, it's, it feels sad, Dave. It's um, I'm I'm going to be leaving my role as head of media at Truro City um at the end of uh, at the end of the year. So start of start of January, I'll be uh, I'll be moving on to a new challenge. Um, I've had got a couple of exciting opportunities coming up, which I'm I'm really looking forward to. But um, I felt like this was the the right time to to move on from from Truro. The uh, the club's been fantastic to me over the the. Uh, the time I've been at the football club and I can't thank everyone enough from, from Alex Black to Paul Watton to all the players to everyone involved in the football club. It's been a, um, it's been, been a brilliant journey really, Dave. I've been, been at the club for, uh, for five years working for the club, but people will know I was, um, I, I was starting my journalism career even before working for the club, doing stuff for the, the local newspapers and stuff prior to that and, and I was a fan from I was watching Truro at seven years old, so it's, um, <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be very different for me now. Um, moving on to a new challenge, and I, I won't be uh, watching Truro every week, which is going to be weird for me, a bit of a lifestyle change. But um, I'm, I'm excited for what the future holds, and I just wish that wish the club all the best in the future. And again, thank them for for everything they've done for me because they've helped me massively in, in my own personal career and. Um, I've loved every minute of it, so it's uh, yeah, it's exciting. But um, I feel like now's the the right time for me to step back and uh, and uh, watch watch my far Dave and basically be a be a supporter again. Which um, yeah, it's going to be going to be different, but it's, change is good, isn't it? So yeah. um, I think it's going to be exciting for what the future holds. But unfortunately, with me leaving Truro, it means that um, I'm not going to be the the voice of the podcast for Truro anymore, Dave. So. It's um, it's kind of it's kind of fitting. It's leave, it's happening this way after I saw your post midweek about um the first ever podcast that came out and um me and uh, Josh Miller obviously were uh we were doing the Truro updates account back in yeah. that was, was that twenty twenty eighteen was it Dave? yeah 2019? yeah five years yeah yeah. So, yeah so it's um yeah it's kind of kind of fitting but uh yeah it's a new challenge Dave I'm I'm sad to leave Truro but it's um. Excited for what the future holds. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Uh, we've got you for another couple of weeks, hopefully. So, in in those uh, two occasions, we, we will be speaking to you. Perhaps uh, you can remind us of some of the better times you've had with Truro City, and uh, that'll be a, a good way to go out. Uh, but we do thank you for the five years you've given us, Cam. Um, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you've been on since the very beginning, as you said. So, thanks for that. Um, let's hope it's. Uh, well, a couple good wins between now and when you uh, finish talking to us. Well, let's hope, Dave. That'd be brilliant. And it's, um, thanks to you and Rapper as well. I've thoroughly enjoyed doing it, um, getting involved in the podcast and stuff. It's a fantastic. Um, what you do is fantastic for, for Cornish football. And 
Uh, I know, I'm, but honestly, Dave, I have, I'm not just saying this for, for saying it. I have people come up to me all the time and say, and it's it's away games normally, and it's Truro fans who I either haven't seen for a long while or I've never even never even met. They sort of just come up and say, oh, I'm I'm a, I'm and you know Cornish XL, and I listen to the the podcast every week, and it's 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 brilliant, it's brilliant. So I think that's kudos to, to you and Rappo for for doing everything you've done for the last five years, and thanks for having me, Dave. So um, hopefully we'll we'll uh, bow out with a couple of nice wins. For and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to reminiscing with you next week about some of the, the good times we had. We've had some, very, we've had a lot of good ones. Dave, so yeah, that's right. Get my thinking cap on. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. Get thinking. In the meantime, uh, you know, let's hope it's all systems go Saturday. Western Supermare. Three points is what we want, Cam. Okay. Yes, please, Dave. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Yeah, Diggs. I mean, what what's he signed his new contract and all that digs and he ain't, he ain't had any gains has he to manage <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's getting his money for free mate at the at the minute but nah no um no hopefully this Saturday will go ahead digs won't it you know look look well looking a bit better out there at the minute mate I don't don't attempt fate but but um and you know obviously like you and Cam said digs against you know familiar opponents mate who. Who've just beaten Woking? I got the lead table up here, Diggs, on my iPad, and they're on a four-game win streak, mate, aren't they? Ooh, Western yeah. Super, yeah, in the, in the league, mate. Obviously, with, with that cup game as well, Diggs, five straight wins. So, going to be tough game ahead, I think, mate, isn't it? But you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, I don't want to, you know, is it obviously Troy going to be underdogs, Diggs, aren't they, for that one? But never know, mate. All on the day and. You know, you and Cam talking about Tyler, mate. You know, he's you know obviously lovely footballer, mate, and finisher, and good to see him. You know, sort of, you know, sort of commit himself to City as well. Dick's 125 goals, mate, in 215 games at that level. That's that's pretty good, mate, isn't it? Mm. Pretty good going. Isn't it? Yeah, that's you know, you know, top top player, mate. Yeah, I really like Ty, mate. You know, obviously. You know, good mates with his dad, you know, Lee, mate, Oris, you know, been mates with Oris for years. But so followed Tyler's career, mate. He really unlucky at Argyle, I thought, mate, you know, not to not to have a good pro career, mate. But but um but yeah, big news leaks is is Cam, isn't it, mate? Really? It's gonna be, you know, big shame, isn't it? Cam's leaving us, mate. And you know, he's he's you know, been brilliant, Deke. So you know, we're talking about five years and all that just now, mate. He's been with us all the way, and he came yeah, and yeah. you know yeah, cracking lad, mate. You know, obviously super super talented, mate, any super talented lad who we who we probably knew would be off to, to better things one day, mate, didn't we? So Well so, you we, know, we just taught him everything we we know, don't we? So you yeah. know he's had good schooling. Yeah, exactly, mate. When he's in Hollywood and all that, thing. so I hope he gives us a mention, mate. And <laughs> <laughs> but um, nah, you know, thank, thanks to Cam for those five years, Dix, and, and best of luck for his future, mate. You know, like you've already said, Dix, you know, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a big future, mate, won't it, Ed, for Cam in in uh, in sport, Dix? I think hopefully, yeah. mate. Hopefully. Well, that's that's right. He started with us uh, as uh, a young man. He, he's 25 years old now, rapper. You know. Yes, it's mad, isn't it, mate, when you think, isn't it? Yeah. I know, mate, Cam's the same sort of age as, as my lad Steaks, like, you know, so I've always had a soft spot for Cam, mate, but 
But um, yeah, he's done us proud, mate, and he? he's done us proud. And you know, just uh, wish him all the best, mate, in his career. And you know, I'm sure we'll be following it, mate, and keeping everyone, you know, informed of how he's doing. I'm sure they'll know, mate. His name will be up in lights anyway, Dicks, won't it? I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, any free tickets going, Cam? You know, whatever it is you're you're yeah. going to be doing, you know, just remember us, won't you? Yeah, that's true, mate. Yeah, I hope you don't forget his old friends, Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, let's hope let's hope he doesn't forget to come on for the next two weeks because we haven't quite got rid of him yet. Yeah. But um, no, he hasn't gone yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. But uh, yeah, whatever he's up to, uh, he's he's good luck anyway. And uh, and he's yeah, he's done his time with Truro City. Put it that way. He has, mate. He's done the club proud, mate, hasn't he? Yeah, done a done a brilliant job for City, mate, hasn't he? Brilliant. Yeah. The hard man to replace, mate, wasn't he? Whoa. All over, mate, wasn't he? For us and City Diggs. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, any mm-hmm. any uh, any applications to come on the podcast every week, uh, you know how to get hold of all of us, so uh, get them in, I would say. <laughs> Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Just go to your favourite podcast platform and search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. And also, if you want to listen back to any previous podcasts of Cornish Soccer, they are all available at anchor.fm slash Cornish Soccer. Thank you. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk uh, Step 4 football, shall we? Step 4 football, and that's Mosul, and uh, that means uh, Pablo yeah. Wolves Blanco, doesn't it? Yeah, good old Pabs, mate. Well, Pablo, where do we begin? Uh, a bad day at the office, I think manager Jake Ash described last Saturday as. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe the only way like you can describe um, a day like that, to be honest. It very much felt like Jake and probably everyone associated with Mulls or just wanted to sweep that one under the rug and move on because, I mean, I think as he put it in his interview at the end of the game when he spoke to me, it was potentially our worst uh, performance in the five years he's been at the club. Um, so... It was just one of those days where things didn't work out. I think we came into it with quite a lot of hope, quite a lot of promise. Um, we sort of trialled out anew for the first time this season. Something we wanted to do more, of course, with a long travel and overnight stay for some of the players mm. the night before in, in Cribs. And then we came, obviously, um, up for the game. So you'd expect us to be a bit more rested, but it didn't, it didn't look like it out there. I mean, of course, we're probably still missing the striker who looks like he's going to be coming in for next week which I'm sure we'll talk about later um, but on the day it was just, it was one of those that just didn't come off on to be honest with you I think I think honestly it started quite an even game and the first 20 minutes not an awful lot happened I think we were probably growing into it and I thought okay we're probably going to get in the ascendancy sooner rather than later here but then we gave them a gift of a first goal in all truth on about the 20 minute mark um, but then about 15 minutes later their captain Ross Langworthy got sent off for like a last shower Josh Story and then you're probably thinking, oh, you know, 35 minutes on the clock, only 1-0 down. Bishop's Cleave, maybe not the strongest side in the division. Um, and we've got the man advantage. But about five minutes after that, Bishop's Cleave made it 2-0. And then you're thinking on the stroke of half-time, when we get the penalty and convert it, that, OK, we've conceded two city goals here, but we have the man advantage. There's only, you know... <laughs> There's only there's 45 minutes to go here and we've got the man advantage, obviously. But second half, it wasn't to me. It just felt like we couldn't penetrate their back line. We couldn't get in behind. We couldn't generate enough opportunities in all truth deeps. And yeah, we just sort of went out on like a whimper in the end. We didn't we didn't look active enough. We weren't, yeah, nothing was happening in the final third, unfortunately. We just couldn't really get through. It was an awful lot of like possession, but nothing going forward. And 
They fetched their third from a set piece um, and then got their fourth after a really nice piece of play. And you know, all credit to them, to be fair, um, did cope so well with the with the with the man disadvantage. I thought with ten men, it was like a a trademark performance. I, I actually I, I thought they they handled it really well. It was really really expert the way they went about their about their football and you know worked so hard off the ball on the ball looked really active moved it about so well and in an attack were really clinical as well but yeah from our point of view just no way near good enough honestly didn't just look like just look like we weren't gonna ever really break through and i think when you've got the man advantage you think well how many chances can, can we create here how much pressure can we put the opposition backline under but it wasn't like that at all so yeah disappointing all round really so of course it's a shame of course it's a shame you, you mentioned the overnight stay but did you say some stayed overnight or was it all of them? Um, almost all of them. Did. I'm pretty sure every single player who played stayed overnight. Right. So I, I came I came down on the Saturday um, with Kyle, with Kyle Fraser, but he didn't play. Um, so we, we, went, we went up on Saturday morning. Right. But all the players who played stayed over, had stayed overnight the night before, so would have got a good night's sleep, been able to lie in a little bit, you know, and get good hours under their belt you know obviously uh, usually on these away days from Elsworth we always speak about you know we don't get much of that you know it's up so early so I think you know all the players who played would have had the, mm. the whole procedure the night before okay well I think I would go back to getting up early and going on the coach <laughs> yeah I, I wonder I wonder. I mean it was, it was it was a trial I'm sure it's something they'll do again um you know budget allowing it of, of course but Obviously, I think we were probably thinking on these away days, maybe it's the coach that's affecting us. It's getting up that early and sitting on a coach for four right. or five hours that, that's, that, that's you know, hurting us here. But actually, maybe, I think one, obviously, all the players are used to it. And two, it just brings that feeling of like an away day, I suppose, doesn't it? It's like everyone's together um, on the coach, you know, ready for the game. And it's like it, it sort of like unites the group right from right from the start of the morning all the way to kickoff. So maybe it works. So. Yeah, we go back to we'll see what we go back to in the future. I I I quite like the idea of the coach, honestly. Yeah, it's a bit swings and roundabouts because the the problem with going up on a coach staying overnight is what you do those those couple hours on a Saturday morning seem to be very long couple of hours. I always think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, look, I I wasn't there, but even on the drive up, I was thinking like, well, what what are the players going to be doing now? You know, and maybe they they were they're obviously used to Saturday before away game having. Well, we just you're on the coach, you know. You're on the way up, and then all of a sudden, you've got all these hours to fill in away. Mm. And yeah, I'm, I, look, I don't know if it was because it was new, or maybe it's something that will work fantastically in the future. I don't know, but yeah, that's uh, that's what we went for this week. Yeah, well, what we do know is that it ended in defeat. Uh, uh, yeah. A penalty, wasn't it? The Moses goal. Yeah, yeah, penalty. We were we were awarded like the, the minute before that. I think we we brought him back. I think it was Callum McConey bundled it over the goal line. I think Hayden squared it to him, but the linesman had his flag up for offside, caused quite some controversy down where I was sat amongst a few fans um, and, and the opposition fans. But that was that was ruled out uh, for offside. Very narrow. I'm not sure if it was. And then literally, I'd say 45, 60 seconds later, Tan Mitchell's about to receive the ball near to the box and he sort of just like bundled in the back and Hayden's converted the penalty. So... Yeah, penalty on the stroke of half time. So I suppose even that's a quite a good example of the fact that you know we haven't even been able to score against ten men from open play mm. uh, for a large part of the game. So yeah, I mean everyone agrees it wasn't our it wasn't it wasn't our finest performance by any stretch. And I mean I think after the game it was probably one of the longest that Jake has had them in the huddle for on the, 
freezing pitch but you know <laughs> we need we need we need to talk about it obviously you know it's, it's we're not we're not we're not in crisis mode at all but i think we we need a reset deeks i think is what is what jake said and and, and i'd agree with that i think the players agree everyone agrees there's no there's no hiding now you know it's just everyone agrees that we need to everyone needs to get together and, and something needs to change i think he's saying that coaching staff needs to improve uh players need to improve every like players had a bit long chat with each other again uh the coaches had a chat with each other again and i'm sure people will be thinking and chatting you know during the week before the before next saturday's game you know it's natural when things are are going as they are and you know maybe we did come in with too high expectations but at the same time i think i think we've got the players to do damage in this league and i think we've got the setup and the way we play football we we know we can be doing a lot better than we can so i, I think it's right to be ambitious and not just say ah oh, well you know we're 13th or 14th and you know we'll just you know that, that's fine i think it's good to have the ambition and and want to push on to be better and not just accept when when things aren't going so well so look no one's happy with it and people are getting together to hopefully make sure it changes Right. What do you like as playing uh, as a striker? <laughs> not, I'm not good on 11 aside, I don't think. I've got a bad ankle injury at the moment. Oh, as well. no, don't um, give me the injury bit. <laughs> <laughs> no excuse. Honestly, little like, little like six aside, like five aside, like cage game in Spain. <laughs> I bag, bag an awful lot of goals up front. It's a different game. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. See, you've just, it's, it's you've just made nah, yourself a place. <laughs> It's a bit. It's a bit. I think me against some of these these defenders, I think would would not be a pretty sight to be honest. But um, ah, it's, maybe like a little five side game in Spain. I I bag a few goals to be fair up front, but no, <laughs> no I, I I can't I can't be playing up front. Therefore, suddenly, <laughs> right. Well, tell us about the new signing then. Who is this Evander Grubb? Now, is that a made up name or what? <laughs> Sounds um, like no. something out of a pantomime, doesn't it? Evander Grubb, or a Western, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, we can tell him that. Um, <laughs> Is he a big honest, chap? Don't tell him if he's six foot five or something like that. Honestly, I haven't met him yet because he hasn't beat. He, well, we signed him on the Thursday. Um, so he hasn't been at training yet, I don't believe. And then he didn't play on Saturday, obviously. As I mentioned, you know, we didn't have a striker again. Uh, I think because he'd already had something booked a few weeks ago with his brother, I believe in Manchester, if I'm not getting that wrong, he was watching his brother or something do something. Um, <laughs> play, I think he was playing, I think his brother his brother was involved in some sort of game and him and his, him, the family had already booked to be there, is what I've heard. So even though I think Bristol Manor Farm didn't have a game, yeah, I think their game was off this weekend or wasn't going ahead or wasn't scheduled or something. So he knew he had that weekend free, but unfortunately, obviously, at that time, he didn't know he was going to be playing for Mousel. Um, uh, right. okay. I, haven't, I haven't had the chance to meet him yet, Deeks, because, you know, Tuesday night would maybe be the time I would at training. Um, but I'm back in Bristol now for, for Christmas um, with the family. So I came, you know, I came back, I came straight back from the, um, from the Bishop's Cleave game. I just, I just came back here instead of going all the way back to, um to Cornwall. Right. So as, as you know, uni, as uni's finished for the, for the year now, really. So I haven't been able to meet him yet, but I'm sure I'll get in contact with him over the next few days. And of course, we've got, well, I mean, now that I'm not, I'm not there for the midweek, now they'll have to do the interview or whatnot without me. But I haven't met him yet. You know, what I've heard is that he's a very good young striker. I think he's already scored a few goals in this league for Bristol Manor Farm. Um, obviously, to be able to convince him to come down to Malzo is uh, an impressive feat from <laughs> for us. I don't think they're very happy about it. Um, you know, as, as often is the way. But hey, that's uh, that's the way it works sometimes. But we're all hoping, obviously, you can come in and make a big impact. There's still the the need to fill that void that Jack Brevens has left. And if you can come in, young lad, get goals for us, 
you know, you just wonder what, what Saturday would have been like if he was there, you know, just a striker to get on the end of things or to finish something off, you know. So we need that. I, I don't think there's any hiding from me. I think everyone can agree we need that focal point. Uh, it also allows, you know, other players to, to play more in their natural positions and that's what we need. So, yeah, I mean, I'm really excited to see him come in. I really am. Right. Yes, and I, I, I saw from the uh, the piece that Bristol Mano Fine put out about it that um, he's one of eight full-time players at Mosul. <laughs> well, I'd, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Where are the yeah, other seven then? That was going around our media chat, yeah. Um, I mean, there you go. I mean, they're, 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 they're not they're not happy, you know. They're, they're, not, they're not happy and, and that happens. But yeah, I mean, he'll be, he'll be obviously moving down with our... Um, with, with the with the with the development program that we have, and of course we know that's you know a benefit for a club like us. But um, yeah, you know we we also understand that the clubs aren't happy about it at this level when you get when you when you're able to get someone to move down from you know Bristol to to Mals or or Newlyn, You know, I think obviously the eyebrows are raised. I suppose on a on a mm. full time basis. So yeah. yeah, that's that's where that's where that comes from. But no, there's there's <laughs> there's, there's, there's there's not eight of them. Well, well, keep us up to date with how his driving uh, lessons are going, won't you? <laughs> yeah, I will, absolutely. Don't right. worry about that. Okay. First thing on the podcast every week. Uh, yeah, that's right. Now, let's make a right turn and, and go towards Saturday. Um, Bemerton Heath Harlequins, a very uh, exotic name. What can you tell us about them? Well, not a lot. The table. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's funny because it, it was actually one of those fixtures that I was probably thinking about oh, just over a month ago. We were probably looking at it as sort of like a playoff, top of the league sort of like test, if you know what I mean. I mean, look, it's the way I'm saying it. There's not even right now a need for for going too deep into the opponents. Because in my opinion, it's going to be one of those. But no matter who it is, if we turn up and play, we can get the big win against anyone. Just like we did against our last league win was against Willand, who I think are sixth at the moment. So it's it's one of those where I'm not necessarily looking and saying, oh, you know, we could be in trouble here. Um, I, I think actually, members, I think they lost last summer. They played, isn't they? Played last weekend. I think before that, they'd lost to Westbury. I think two nil. Um, but I'm actually not looking at it and thinking, oh, you know, they're they're high in the league. It's going to be a really tough test. I'm more looking at it from our point of view is that if we turn up and do our and play our game, we just need one win to start turning our fortunes around. I think that's what we need at the moment because the more you lose, the more it becomes almost like a bit of like a subconscious habit and we've just got to break that it's the same with all teams in football when you keep losing you sort of come up there and then the first goal goes in and then you just expect the worst you know um so we 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 need we need a bit of luck or a bit of something to turn in our favor we need to turn up and give a performance um if it's on of course we've after you know we've got back-to-back home games now uh with this one and then and then the week after again on the 23rd at home against Westbury I think actually um, so we know now we need to start, you know, racking up some points. I mean, I even mentioned to Jake, you know, back-to-back home games, looking forward to it. And I suppose that's all we can look to now, isn't it? But even he said, look, it's we can't use the excuse of now that we've got two home games, we'll be all right. You know, he said, look, even at home today, we would have we would have lost, you know, with how we're playing. Hmm. So it's not it's not even about that. But to have two back-to-back games at Trungle Park, if they go ahead, of course, is massive. And, and you're looking now, Deeks, just for something to turn around in our favour. Um, and as I said, I, I'm not even really looking at the at the at the, the place and the table of some of our opponents because I think we're almost like beyond that now. When when it's when it's been a bit of a bad run, you're just sort of looking for at yourselves to see if you can turn up and if you can perform and if you can really put pressure on the opponent and get those three points over the line, like by hook or by crook, really. So now we wait and see. 
yes, we wait and see. And thank you very much, Pablo. Bit gutted about Mosul Saturday, Dicks. You know, look, you know, they had that overnight stay, mate, didn't they? You know, prepared properly. You know, looked, you know, looked really good. You know, the way, you know, like had a sort of, you know, sort of positive result, had a positive draw last week, mate, didn't they? Local game went went into this one. I, I fancied Mosul Saturday, Dicks, and yeah, but gutted really, mate. You know, I was I was actually listening to. To Pablo Dicks on on Radio Cornwall Saturday, mate. I was I was actually sitting in my car, Dicks, uh, watching Sticker v Dogwalls, mate, and you know listening to the football on the radio, really. And you know, I thought one nil down, you know, playing against ten men for the next hour. You, you know, I I thought, oh, crikey, I fancy Mosul, mate. You know, with with their good football, you know, you you fancy him to run a team ragged, mate, don't you? Really, with ten men and open them up, but. You know, obviously, you know, if they, I thought if they sat in, that would suit Mosul because they, you know, with their footballers that they got, they'd be good enough to, you know, work that out, mate, and, and, and score, mate. Or if they carried on playing, and which it sounds like they did, mate, you know, like Bishop's Cleves, they didn't sit on anything, mate, did they? I thought, you know, that would open the game up. So I, I, I couldn't see anything other than a Mosul win, really, Dick. So I thought <laughs> an hour against 10 men, and yeah, so I can see. You know, got that penalty back just before half time with Aiden, mate. I love that, mate. Good penalty. And then he shoulder barged the keeper into the net, didn't he? Did yeah. you see that one, mate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good old Because he's not the biggest of lads, mate, is he? <laughs> but he... Yeah, I, I, love, I absolutely love that, mate. I, I hate that when you score, mate. And then the keeper tries to get, well, I got sent off for it. They yeah. don't fall with that time, don't I, mate? You know, mm. with, with Gary Penaligan and Jeweler and all trying to, you know, have to score in a pen and getting the ball back quickly. But yeah, I loved it when Aiden scat the keeper into the net, mate. That was lovely. But, but, um, but yeah, I can see why Ashley's got it, Diggs, can't you? You know, I know it's not always, always easy against 10 men, but. You know, but it doesn't sound like they were sitting in, mate. You know, going on to score four goals, mate. I, you know, I think Ashley got it right in his interview. You know, like he always does, mate. You know, I, I think reset on it, Dinks was the word, and mm. you know, it, it could be spot on there, mate. Can he maybe try and get a couple new faces in to freshen it up? And you know, I think we've got to re- all remember, Dinks, they're they're at step four football now, mate, and and points they ain't easy to come by, mate. Are they at that level? So. You know, hopefully they'll turn it around ASAP, Dixon. You know, obviously, well, I've got Evander Grubb, mate. Hopefully he's he's hungry. Hopefully Grubb's hungry for Goldstein. Yeah. So. Young lad, he's he's been to a few clubs already, isn't he? It'd be interesting to see um, what he's like, isn't it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, well, mate, it looks like he's got a decent CV sort of thing there, Dixon, doesn't it? So, mm. yeah, hopefully it'll be just what Ashley needs, really, mate. You know, if, if we can't get, you know, Matty Bucken back down the trungle, mate, like we've been trying to do, mate, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> you know, hopefully, hopefully Evander's the man, mate, isn't he? Hopefully he's the man. Yeah. You're not yeah. Matty's agent or anything, are you? Because there's been big talk this week about <laughs> agents in, in football, so... <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, we've yeah, been spoken about a bit this week, mate, isn't it? Agents in local football, mate. Yeah, but, that's right. But, uh, nah, yeah. just... Just like Bucks, mate, don't you? You know, watched him since he's about 10. Yeah, well, same age as Jack, mate. You know, obviously come up through the youth football. You know, you've watched a lot of that as well. Dig something of those lads and all, mate. You know, come up that age group, watched Matt, Matty a lot, mate. And always liked him, mate. Always rated him. And yeah, good boy. He's, he's proved how good he is, Diggs, hasn't he, really? Bucks, mate, hasn't he? So, yeah. Yeah. Love to see him back with a Cornish club, though, Diggs, wouldn't you? Right there, Eventually. you were on again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, mate. I'll stop. I'll stop, mate. I'm, I'm... 
<laughs> yeah, I'm causing trouble here again, Dave. Yeah, I'm causing okay. trouble. <laughs> right. So, may as well, yeah. Uh, home to Bemerton Heath Harlequins on Saturday. Yeah. So, uh, that's a long name, yeah. isn't it, as well? It's no good when you're trying to it squeeze is, it into fixtures. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't roll off the tongue, mate, does it? No, <laughs> that's right. It's, it's Salisbury based, isn't it? I, I think. Are yeah, they? that's it, mate. They are, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They, they've done quite well over the years, mate, haven't they? And they're, they're a team that sort of props up in the cup competitions mm. and all, mate, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, just hope, you know, they're doing well in the league, Diggs, and they're, I suppose, four, fourth in the league. Another odd game for Mazel, isn't it? But, yeah, would you be happy sorry, with a point or are we desperate for a win? Um, yeah, I think so, Diggs. I mean, I, I was sort of looking at their sort think of so, which? results. Think so, Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, I th- yeah, you take a point at the minute. I think, Dix, wouldn't you? I think, I think Ashley would probably take a point. You know, with it, if you look at the Mosel's form at the minute, Dix. So, but you know that league table, Dix. You know, I mean, like Mosel down in thirteenth, there, mate. But and and Bama are in in fourth, Dix. But they're only like six points six behind points. them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Dix. So you know, although it looks like quite, you know two or three wins, mate, you you you're up, you're back up around there, Dix, aren't you? So. I don't think there's any need to panic or anything, is there really, mate? You know, it'd be a great win, Deeks, wouldn't it? But a good point, I think, mate. A great win, but and a good would, point. I and think. would you be happier with, a say, a one-all draw rather than a four-all draw or what? I think Ashley probably would, mate, wouldn't he? As a, as a manager and a, well, a, a, an ex, well, an ex-brilliant defender as well, mate, wouldn't he? An ex, well, midfielder as well, but an ex-clash <laughs> defender, mate. Yeah, I think I think Ashley would probably go for the what? I'd I'd prefer the four all things. I would. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I think Ashley. Yeah, probably you and Ashley, mate, would probably go for the one all, wouldn't you? I, I think the one all <laughs> would be better, wouldn't it? Just to stop, you know, some yeah. of these goals going, yeah. in, isn't it? Really. Yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. Still, they're still in a plus, though, mate. Aren't they, Mosel? You know, they're still in credit, aren't they? In the old oh, gold yeah, difference are, column, yeah. plus four. Yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. I'm trying to look for positives, mate. Yeah, well I'm done. Trying to look well for positives. <laughs> thank you, thank you, mate. No, no, I don't think. I just don't think there's any need to panic yet, Dieter. We just got to remember, mate. You know, they've gone up to a really good level. For you know what Mosel have done over the years, Deeks is fantastic, isn't it, mate? So. You know, I don't think just because it had a few sort of what three or four or five bad results, it's not it's not the end of the world. I don't think, Dix, is it really? No. Just no need to panic, mate. I'm sure, they'll be back. Yeah, great manager, good players, aren't they? So they'll, they'll be all right, Dix. Mosel. Okay, they'll be all well, right. Let's, let's move on. They'll be all right. Is yeah. a good place yeah. to end for this week on that and. Uh, yeah. And Pablo's on leave now, so um, we might get perhaps a player to talk to us next week um, ahead of the, yeah, you know, good. ahead of the festive season. So, uh, so that's yeah. uh, Southern League Division One South. What's next? Make sure you don't miss an episode of the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix by subscribing on your favourite podcast platform. Just search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football, and you've got it. Western League Dicks, is it? Western League? <laughs> you say that as if you don't know. Come on, you must yeah. know that Western League is next, surely. Yeah, we should know by now, mate, shouldn't we? The level. <laughs> step five, mate, isn't it? Step five. Right, step five. Step. Yeah, you're right. Western League, step five. Uh, only two games, yeah. though, last Saturday involving Cornish clubs that survived the weather. Yeah. Um, well, uh, one of those was Helston. Uh, they came through a, a 
tricky game, bearing in mind the conditions. And I was there, yeah. Rappo, and the wind was yeah. howling across the pitch. How Mark Huckle stayed on the filming gantry, I do not know. I thought he was going to be blown off at any stage. So, uh, yeah, I know. You know, well, uh, I was going to say good commentary, Dick. So I enjoyed that. I, I watched that earlier, mate. When I woke much up, better than now, Steve actually. Massey, isn't it? Much better than the normal guy that does it. <laughs> <laughs> you're both good mate you're both good although to, to be honest, honest I'd rather swap with him I think at the moment I'd r- much rather be in the Caribbean than uh, uh, a very yeah, windy yeah, it looks like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it looks like masses at, yeah I, I reckon uh, masses weather was a bit better than uh, what's it mate M- Marlborough Park Marlborough Park think. yeah that's right it yeah. was it was I don't think uh, it reminded me of the day when I was actually player manager at St Agnes and we were playing Penryn and uh, uh, oh yeah abandoned didn't it yeah we 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 played about 20 minutes or so I think Uh, and the well even from the kickoff the ball almost went backwards it was ridiculous really and uh, and the ref came over. Dennis Pitt was Penryn manager at the time, and the ref came over and asked us what we thought. And we were very quick, both of us, in suggesting that let's forget it and try again another day. It was so windy, but uh, uh, that was yeah. going from one end down to the other end. This one on Saturday, Ilfacoop was sort of coming across the pitch and down one one side, and yeah, it it. I have to say both sides adapted well to it considering, you know, it was so windy and the pitch obviously a little bit bobbly as well. But, well, as it proved it was bobbly, have you seen that own goal? Oh, bizarre, Deeks. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Deeks. I'll tell you, uh, yeah, well done to you and Mark, by the way, mate, and, and Pierre and Films, you know, for, for going up there and, and doing that game for for us lot to, to watch in the warmth, Deeks, <laughs> you know, on a nice, <laughs> on a nice iPad or whatever. But, but uh, yeah, you, you two deserve a medal for that, mate. You and Mark. It sounded like there was fireworks going off second half, Deeks. <laughs> that, that was it. That was a gantry, gantry being blown, blown around. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, poor old Mark up there, mate. But flip it out, mate. But both of you deserve a medal. But no, I thought that. I don't know what you thought, Deeks, but I rewound it a couple of times, mate. I reckon that that was a penalty on Ricky, mate, wasn't it? Do you see the defender have a little sly look, mate, and then wipe him out? (laughs) A sly look and then wipe him out. I like that description. He stepped across him and then wiped him out, mate. You know, I know you wouldn't expect the ref to sort of see that. You know, I wouldn't blame the ref for not giving it. But, but yeah, when you look at that, the defender, like Ricky, you know, when the pass back, you know, went back the keeper, Mm -hmm. just before he picked it up, the defender sort of, like they do, you know, they like close the door on you, mate, don't they? As a striking unit expect that mate you know you expect that but but when, when he closed the door mate I thought he'd give Ricky a bit of a little elbow as well mate <laughs> and and Ricky's that type of player mate he does everything at speed type of thing so it always looks a bit worse mate doesn't it mm. he went down he went flying mate didn't he I, so I was quite pleased mate when that pass back you know when that divot Edited home that goal just <laughs> just after me. Oh, you know, was... I thought that was justice, Deeks. I thought that was my yeah, justice. Yeah, it was. Oh, it's a correct. I mean, I've. It just goes to show. I mean, at primary school, you're told if you pass it back yeah. to the goalie, keep it wider the goal. You're told that, aren't you, yeah. at such an early age, and uh, yeah. that that proved why. Because I mean, you never know what might yeah. happen, and uh, yeah, it was a crazy goal. And, and you know, your uh, suggestion about that um, 
that penalty for Fowler and Ricky. I'm not so sure that theirs was a penalty either. Looking back on it, I mean, it was a bit soft, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bit soft, mate, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I suppose it was a. I don't know, mate, a bit of a daft challenge on it. I suppose if you go like swinging your leg, <laughs> I, I, th- I think you probably, I mean, I mean, the striker went, you know, he, 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 he took the invitation. Yeah, that's he, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, he, he definitely played for it, but took yeah, the opportunity. A, yeah, that's right. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's the way to, yeah, describe mm. it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm glad the right result. Good, good goal from Kai, mate. You know, Kai Coolish. Good to see Kai. Scoring again, Dick's in it back from uni and all. Mate, you know, like you said, mate, tricky old slippery conditions, but mate, Bobbly. I mean, he got the ball out of his feet well and good low strike, Dick's on it. Yeah, good goal, good goal. Well done, Coy. Yeah, yeah, that that, dad Jerry would have been proud of that one, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, Jerry would have been, yeah. And uh, I, I see in some of the reports it mentions a Declan. Cornish scored the goal, but I can assure you it was Kai Cornish, wasn't it? I don't know where where they're getting Declan yeah. from, but um, but no. uh, yeah, no. there we go. Anyway, that was uh, Helston up at Ilfracombe, so Helston stayed top yeah. of the table, of course. Yeah, um, well done. yeah. Uh, elsewhere, well, the two all Cornish games were postponed, so no game for Solash against Millbrook, and also St Blazy against Farmouth. One other result. <laughs> Sorry, lazy under three foot of water digs, wasn't it? Lazy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor old lazy pot digs under three foot of water. That was mate. I have yeah. to get your Sorry, boat Dick's out for that one, but um, uh, yeah, so, mate, you could have had a game of water polo, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah. I think, that's right. That's been about it. So that was that one, and one other result, and not such good news for Cornish football followers. Uh, two second half goals uh, meant it finished street two. Tour point nil, so uh, not so good for tour mm. point on the road. That mm. was last Saturday. What have we got coming up this Saturday? Well, we've got another chance of two all Cornish affairs. Um, yeah, we got um, tour point against St Blazy. Now, I don't know whether you've seen it on um, Twitter or X or whatever it is these days, but St Blazy have announced a big new signing, and uh, yeah. the news to be released so, yeah. Friday. Well, obviously, after this podcast is out. So, any guesses, Rappi, what it's all about? Is it is it the arrival of Father Christmas or something, or what? Yeah, that's it, mate. That big man in red, mate. <laughs> well, actually, mate, could be me. I got my Ajax tracksuit top on at the minute, mate. I, I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a big man in red here. Thinks it. No, um, I haven't had, a, I haven't actually had any tip off sticks or oh, anything, mate. Come I mean, on. no, I mean. We usually know, mate, don't we? These things, but I've got to say, I don't. I don't honestly know, mate, hundred percent. So, if, if you had yeah. to guess, would it be actually a player, or do you think it's something else happening at the club? I think it's a player, don't you, mate? Do you? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think so, mate. I think so. Yeah, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. I know, mate. But but I, I am actually at the, you know, the old horse's mouth job, mate. That that I, you know, obviously, I, I knew, you know, when um when Ruben, you know, Ruben Wilson went to form of things. I did, I did actually know that a, a few days before it happened, mate. But obviously, you know, like things like that, mate. You know, when you're in the know. But but yeah, I am actually at. You know, I mean, me, 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 all you usually know Deeks, don't we? These things, but mm. do you know Deeks? Do no, you? no, I don't. I don't know. Is, no, is, no, is, no, is I, it, is no, it a striker that you're thinking of or not? I'm thinking it is, mate. Don't you, mate? I'm thinking it is. Yeah. Loads yeah. of money. 
Well, you know, won't, won't come cheap. I wouldn't have thought. Takes, I wouldn't have thought it come cheap, but but probably worth it, mate. Probably worth every penny, mate. You know, if you're looking at shooting up that league table and all dicks, you know, if it's a young who we striker, think a young striker, or yeah, an old striker, think, yeah, a young striker. I, I think, yeah, I think you're getting warm, dicks. You're well, getting warm. The the, <laughs> the the only young striker I could think of. Uh, everyone's telling me he's going to Falmouth. Oh, really, mate? Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's... Yeah, Are we I'm talking about sure the same bloke? I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, no, no. I don't know. Yeah, I suppose we better wait and see, Dick, yeah, don't yeah, we? we yeah, better wait. yeah. We mustn't yeah. speculate. It's dangerous to... Nah, dangerous to uh, it is, isn't it, mate? Yeah, we don't yeah, want to start any rumours. Don't want to start any rumours. <laughs> uh, right. Um, no. So, anyway, <laughs> the match is coming. So, that's simply easy. They're up at tour points. So, it would be interesting yeah. to see... Yeah, good game, that takes, wouldn't it? Be a good, be a good debut for someone, mate, wouldn't it? That would... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So elsewhere, we've got um, well the other all Cornish affairs, Farmouth against Soldash. We'll come back to that in a second because I was only thinking earlier this morning, and it's dangerous when I think too much. But we got Millbrook against Wellington, haven't we? Now, could this be the yeah. day? Could it? I know. I was thinking the same, mate. Actually, when I just, I was just, I just jotted the fixtures down earlier, mate. You know, before we come on, and you know, looking at the games like and all these, like I knew we would. And yeah, I was thinking that. I thought, could this be the? Could this be the day, Deeks? You know, like pitches a bit heavy, good leveller, and it sometimes heavy pitch. And you know, if Millbrook play well and work hard, Wellington are down there. They're a funny old side though, Wellington. They haven't said that, mate. But um. You know, they can come up with the odd good result, can't they? But, yeah, could this be the day, Diggs? Could mm. it be? Well, could Millbrook get a point on the board, mate? Point? I'm looking for more than a point, Rappo. Come well, on. Yeah. Wellington, yeah, they've only won true, one game, that. Wellington, all season. Yeah, true, mate, true. Yeah, I did. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go two over the top, mate. A point would be nice, Dick. But yeah, three would be lovely, mate. What, what, what a Christmas present, mate. That would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. What a Christmas. Present. Yeah, that's right. So uh, yeah. yeah, so Millbrook home to Wellington. It's uh, bottom against next to bottom at Jenkins Park, um, and and then as I said, we've got Farmouth Town against Soldash United. A good old Cornish clash that one is, yeah, yeah, and uh, a good opportunity to catch up with Soldash's. Maca Brown. Good evening, Dave. Okay. Yeah, not too bad. Um, how about yourself? Um, let's have a half, sort of halfway report from you. You're almost halfway through the season, aren't you? I think we're over halfway actually now. I think we've played 20 games off the top of my head. I think we've got 19 to go. So, so yeah, we're pretty much bang on. All oh, right. Why am I looking at a league table saying you've played 15 then? Oh, hang on a minute. I might be thinking of uh, cup games. I might be thinking uh, of cup games. No. I know that we've got 19 to go. So, yeah, that works out. There's next 34 games in total. That's right. Yeah, maths wasn't, maths wasn't a strong point in school. Right. But all, all the millions so- of listeners are going to think I'm a bit stupid now, aren't they? Yeah. Well, there we go. If it's not you, it's me. They think it's stupid. So, anyway. Um, but we don't care. We'll carry on. So, you, you're almost halfway through the season. Um <laughs> What are your thoughts? I mean, you must be a bit frustrated, I should imagine, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I am in terms of results, but I think kind of I'm also experienced enough now to kind of understand that I can't necessarily place all my feelings and emotions on the outcome of a result. Um, and with the result being the outcome of, of kind of the game, I think obviously that's the be all and end all. And that's what, that's what we want every single week. 
But I think equally, I can see that there's been so much progress made in a really short space of time. Um, and our performances on a whole have been have been absolutely brilliant, really. Um, and I know, as I say, sometimes it doesn't look good. <laughs> I think we're, we, we've kind of lost the last six games. And we've, we started the season losing six games on the spin as well. And, and that's not kind of... I've, I've not really experienced that before this season too much. Um, so coming to terms with that is is new. Um, but what I will say is that, like I said, the, the performances have been excellent. I can only really count maybe one or two games where we've not been at the races at all. And, uh, and other than that, I'm quite pleased with, with how we're performing. And, and we're just kind of improving game after game. And, and we just need to start falling on the right side of some very fine margins. Looking at your goal scoring record, um, I think I'm right in saying that your top goal scorer has gone to Biddeford. You're, you're next to top goal scorer is injured at the moment so that could be a little bit better for you couldn't it yeah i mean we we kind of several games ago we we were in a little bit of a nice run and, and we beat some blazy 5-1 in the cup and then everyone and I, i've got to be honest i looked at it and i thought okay yeah we maybe we've just clicked a little bit um the squad was looking good we, we'd signed a couple of players we signed jordan duffy we signed aaron Golty, and all of a sudden that the squad had a really nice dimension to it and then three days later um, Jordan played his last game before being snapped up by Biddeford and, and Kieran um, did his ankle and he's still not back and, and yeah that was just under 50% of our goals gone um, <laughs> up to that point and, and it doesn't matter what team you are I don't think there's many teams that can actually take that kind of a hit and then it's 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 kind of proved to be the case in, in the last several games um, we, we fired a few blanks uh, even the goal that we scored at Bridgewater the goal that we scored at Helston which are only two goals in the last six or seven games were had an element of luck to them um, so yeah it's, it's, it's been frustrating at that end of the pitch uh, and as I say it is fine margins and, and, and ultimately that's kind of you need that top end of the pitch to be where the where the magic happens and, and that's usually where the difference is made and, and that's unfortunately where we just fall on the wrong side at the moment. Are you actually looking for a, a, a striker at the moment or are there just not any around? You don't stop looking. Um, no, I, mean, I suppose we, that's a, it's a yeah, permanent thing, it, isn't I, it, really? It is, and I think I mean I always say that. I mean, when we had Jordan, we were really, we were really happy with what we had. Uh, but before then, we had Reese as well, and and both of them got snapped up by teams and leagues above. So you don't stop looking. I mean, Jake Foster as well has, has been out for the last six or seven weeks, and he's someone that we can always rely on to chip in with a few goals. Um, but the, you, but you're right that, that there isn't too many. You don't see too many kind of number nines around and when they are around they they get snapped up pretty quickly and you've even got to look at the likes of um obviously Miles or losing Jack Bray Evans in recent weeks to to, to Parkway and that there are now kind of animals higher in the food chain hmm. than than the likes of ourselves and that means they can kind of test and uh, test players resolve and, and and quite often players are ambitious to go and give it a go and yeah it's it's I think um when a striker, we we got. I say we got lucky. We we took a chance on Jordan. Obviously, he come from the the peninsula peninsula setup at Ivy Bridge last year, and that's why it's a little bit disappointing because um, uh, we we also give him that opportunity. But it's very difficult for lads to turn down. Yeah, and you can't you can't really step in their way either, can you? If they're going up to a higher standard, you or level, you've got to let them go, haven't you? Really? Well, you can't stop yeah. them anyway, can you? So. 
yeah, you can only offer honest advice. That's that's how I've always kind of played it. And and when I spoke to Reese about Parkway, I, I kind of said to him, like, if you don't go, as much as I'd love you to stay, if you don't go, it's probably going to be one of those things that you're always asking, what if? And I suppose it was similar for Jordan, really. Um, and it's got to fall into place. I think there was a little bit of interest in, in Jordan a few weeks before from from clubs higher up, but it didn't really kind of work into his work life uh, work work life balance. But this one seemed to tick a few more boxes, so he gave it a go. And, and ultimately you're always there and you don't slam the door on the way out and, and, and hope that if actually they feel like it's not for them they, they come back and um, we've been lucky really there's been a couple of games where Jordan's been involved with us and Reese as well since, since moving on and um, that's because obviously the relationship we have with them but we, we do need um, a permanent replacement really because um, you, you can't rely on, on the help every now and again So next game nice little trip to Falmouth yeah, brilliant. I was speaking to someone about this earlier, actually, and I said it's probably um, one of the one of the best trips of the season, obviously, because it's usually such a great atmosphere down there. It's a, a brilliant setup, and it's one that we're definitely looking forward to. Um, it's going to be tough. Uh, going to be really tough. I mean, I, I went down there last year with Millbrook and we won 2-0, and it was one of our best results of the season. But, but they're flying this year. Um, I, like I really, I got a hell of a lot of respect for for the job that Westy's done over the years. But this season, I think he's taken it to a new level. Really, I think he's lost a, like a number of key players. I think the goalkeepers moved on. Um, Jack Bray Evans obviously lost to Mausel. Tim Nixon went to Mausel. Tom Moxham left, and and it's difficult to replace that amount of, of decent players. And and they've, they've they actually seem like they're stronger. Uh, and he obviously lost Charlie as well. Um, his right hand man, and 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 it just seemed to be that kind of he was in a bit of a sticky situation. But he's turned it around brilliantly. And um, I was I was thinking about this actually last week. They're probably the most impressive side that we've played this season. Uh, coming to think of it, we played them earlier on in the season, and I'm trying to think back at some of the games that we played and some of the opponents we played. I've probably been most impressed with Falmouth, and it'll be really tough down there, um, especially this time of year. There'll, there'll be some good support, and and it'll be a really good challenge for us. We've got a young side, and some of them would have done it and wouldn't play down there, and it'll be a great experience. But as I say we we hope to go down there and, and cause a little bit of an upset, and uh, I think Westy knows um, what like kind of what our sides are about, and uh, and and yeah, it'll be a good game. And then, of course, uh, what a Friday nighter! You've got uh, a way to a club that you know quite well. Yeah, we've that one's been rearranged. Yeah. Um, obviously, the game was off on Saturday. That was supposed to be at our place, and I think it's been. I think Milbrook come back and said that if it was off, we can try and get a game in on the Friday because we're playing at home on Boxing Day, and we didn't want to obviously wreck pitch for that one. So, yeah, it'll feel it'll feel strange going back down to Milbrook. Obviously, I wasn't expecting to do it until later on in the season. Um, I think March wasn't it was scheduled in, but yeah, it'd be nice. Hopefully, there'll be a good crowd down there. Being a Friday evening, there won't be much more going on kind of locally, and, and hopefully, a few can go down there and support the club and and they can get a nice crowd down there but yeah looking forward to that one in fact some interesting games really uh, well I say interesting only in the sense that you're playing Cornish sides um, yeah. because uh, you've got uh, what Falmouth you've got Millbrook and then you've got St Blasey haven't you so and I guess that, well St Blasey you, well you'd love to do what you did the other day I suppose when you win 5-1 <laughs> yeah it'd be nice <laughs> if we used all of our goals up that game to be quite honest but yeah, no, I mean that, to be honest though that game was that game was um, it, it. Like if you had turned up after an hour, it wasn't a five-one game. No, I know. Uh, we we I played know. we played well that night. They had a penalty 
at 1-1, I think, or maybe at 1-0. I thought it was at 1-0, wasn't it? It was at 1-0. We won the laugh and had a penalty, which Jordan saved. And, and they probably contributed to their own downfall lot that night as well. They just kind of blew up a little bit and, and, and we took advantage of that. And we were very good. We were clinical. Um, but yeah, no, of course, we'd love to repeat that. But, but Boxing Day, I mean, you never know what's going to happen on Boxing Day. Um, it's, uh, it's always a wild card, really, with obviously being that time of year and an early kickoff and, and all sorts gets thrown into the mix. So yeah, it's, um, it's a nice little run of games that we got obviously all being Cornish sides and their familiar faces and, and um, it, hopefully it should it should lead to some good atmospheres as well and, and plenty of people watching and and um, and we can make a good spectacle of all of them yes because that, that Boxing Day game you're, you're home to St Blasey you've got a, a new stand to fill up there now haven't you yeah, it's just shot up. <laughs> it's just shot up. Here's the one day I looked. It's like, oh, there it is. Um, but it's brilliant. I mean, I, was, I kind of said last week, actually, to somebody that I think it's like there is, like, you look around and there are some clubs that are really at the forefront of, of, of um, in, improving their facilities. I think whenever you go to Wendra and it's fantastic. And I think whenever, like Buckland's obviously a brilliant place to be. And even, even to a point in recent years, you go down there and, and there's always seems to be some kind of improvements being made. And I know that there's like a, an obligation to improve your ground from a ground grading perspective to be in the league. But also I think there's a, there's a responsibility to make it uh, a really welcoming place for supporters to come and watch a game. And you see some kind of people complaining about why grounds are so, uh, so low in terms of attendance, but then it's not necessarily a nice place to go and watch football sometimes, particularly in the winter. So mm. I think it's brilliant. And I look at Saltash and I look at actually the kind of ground that they've got and so much can be done. And of course it costs money and there's only so much kind of football foundation money that can support but I think if you look at the likes of Parkway and what they've done in recent years of course it's cost money but all of a sudden the, these grounds look fantastic uh, I remember going up to Brislington actually and they were similar and Clevedon they're similar like really really brilliant grounds and I think maybe like we, we've got some nice traditional grounds in Cornwall but it'd be nice to get a few more up kind of increase the spec in, with, with some of them and, and get a bit more kind of stands around the, the actual pitch um, so yeah hopefully it's um, it's uh, a sign of things to come at Salt and, uh, and and we can kind of move into the 21st century a little bit as, and with the rest of Cornish clubs. Yeah. What's your favourite ground you've visited uh, in the Western League then? In the Western League, uh, I, I, Buckland's my favourite, I think. Oh, Buckland's yeah. my favourite. I mean, we've always gone there on um, on a nice day, to be fair. And when it's like that, you've got the big stand that overlooks the pitch. And I think the moment you get there, it's just it's just a level above, really. It's a great clubhouse and there's lots of volunteers. All of the, the whole package. Um, I don't think I've won there, but other than that, it's, uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's a good place to go and play. Um, so, yeah, that's probably, I, I, I would say, just I mean, off the top of my head quickly, that, mm. that's what I would say is a, a, a great place to go and play football. Okay. So Christmas, Boxing Day, do you go steady on Christmas Day, you know, because of Boxing Day or what? Yeah, I do. I mean, yeah, I'm, not really, I'm, I'm getting getting too old for that rubbish now. But yeah, no, no, I um, it's all about. The, I've got a little five year old, so the day's about him really. I'm usually wiped out by the end of it. But no, I, I, I can't expect the players to take it easy and and, and have, have and have one eye on the game if I'm not going to take that as well. So no, we we, we I think games like this, um, it's really important to approach them properly, and I think how you prepare is. It's so key when there's when when the game's a little bit different, especially being like an eleven o'clock kickoff. It's something that I've really drummed into the lads 
over the years. And we've always done okay on Boxing Day, to be fair. We've had some really good performances, I think, with Millbrook last year. I think, was we was it at 12 point? I played 12 point. And then we obviously had Saltash before then. And we've got a reasonable record on Boxing Day. So I've got to be honest, when we when, when it was Millbrook 12 point, it, it was never a game I really looked forward to, to be fair. So it was, so yeah, it was always, uh, it was always a bit of a kind of Boxing Day. The, the idea of losing the game was always yeah. worse than the idea of winning it. So, yeah. or the feeling of winning it. So, no, I'm glad to, it's a bit of a different one. It's there's there's kind of no real attachment for me in this one. So hopefully we can just go and enjoy the game and, and hopefully prepare well and get three points. Right. Well, thanks very much, Maka. Have a well. Nevertheless, have a good Christmas. I'm sure you will with your young boy there. And uh, well, uh, uh, enjoy Christmas and enjoy Boxing Day. Thank you very much. Have a good Christmas to you as well. Cheers, Dave. Seems like Mac is fairly positive. It really digs, doesn't it, about the team and the performances. So. You know, I'm sure it's just the results missing, really, mate, isn't it? You know, if, if Mac is happy, mate, you know, with the performances, I'm sure it'll come just around the corner, mate. You know, hopefully the new year will, will put a few more points on the board for Salt Ash, mate. And, you know, they've got a couple of games coming up that you'd think, you know, possibly against like Millbrook and Blazy. You know, I'm not sure. I'm yeah, a bit biased, Diggs, but I'm not sure they'll get anything from the Falmouth game, mate. But, but you know, Milbrook, Blazy, mate, you can see a possible six or four points there, Diggs, couldn't you, on the board? So, and, and nice to see a new stand going up at the, uh, I, I keep wanting to say Kimberley, Diggs, but I've got to get that out of my head, mate. I? At, the, at the waterways, Diggs, a, a nice new stand going up, mate. So, I mean, you know, like we, we've been around, Cornish football years, Deeks. I mean, I mean, Salt Ash is a big club, mate, isn't it? With with a you know a big history and a nice ground, so it's always good to see improvements being made, mate. And 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 the Boxing Day games, mate, interesting to hear you and Macca speak about them, mate. I I always used to love them games, Deeks, didn't you? As a player, mate, mm-hmm. you you know usually a yeah yeah big local derby, wasn't it, mate? Usually, you know, big local derby, a big crowd. And you know, have a lovely sort of lunch on Christmas Day and a and a shandy, Deeks, and, and that would have that would be it for me, mate. A few chocolates <laughs> in the afternoon, well, probably a few too many, mate. But but um, but yeah, just a nice dinner, mate, and a, and a shandy, and then you'd be thinking about the football Boxing Day, Deeks, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Christmas, wouldn't you? So yeah, I always love a Boxing Day game, mate. But but yeah, good luck. So actually, I'm I'm sure you know 16th in the league, Deeks. I I, I just think they're in a really Folks, position, don't you, mate? I, I can see Salt Ash being, you know, top 10 easy, mate, by the end of the season, couldn't you? Really? Top 10? Yeah, I know what you're going to say, mate. I, I just looked at the They're sort of 15 points adrift of that, mate, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah They've just got to start winning some games, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me, mate, if um, Salt Ash starts shooting up the table, though, Deeks, to be honest. Hmm. Need some shooting boots on, really, don't they? But uh, the, yeah, the, yeah. the big question is that you talking there, you prompted me to, to ask uh, quite an important question, really, is are you a Roses or Celebrations or a Quality Street man? Yeah, I'm a, well... Um, trouble is, Dick, so I, I like all like bits of ones from all different... <laughs> <laughs> But I think I think if I had to pick one, Deeks, I'd have to. I'm a yeah, I'm a roses man, Deeks. I love the old yeah. caramels and the 
the little hazelnut whirl sticks, don't you? I, I mean, quality street, mate. I, I, I just, I love the old toffee, mate. Don't you? The old, uh, you know, the tuppany toffee, you know, in that yellow, you know. But, but that'll drag, that'll drag a filling out of yeah, you. Yeah, that that's the problem with those, isn't it? Now, yeah. these days, yeah, got to be careful. It is, isn't it, mate? Yeah, you have, mate. I mean, you get to our age, Steaks, the old fillings are starting to drop out, aren't they? But well, in your case, your denture will fall out, won't it? So exactly, mate. Yeah, my false teeth, will, the lot will come out, Deeks, won't it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, roses for me, Deeks. What about you, mate? Yeah, no, I love I'm the def- Maltesers, though, mate. Don't you? In the celebrations, Deeks, the mm. the Maltesers that they got, mate. Yeah. Yeah, the big I, chunk of chocolate I, with I, the Malteser. Definitely oh, a roses, I mean. man. I put in seven days approach for a roses tin any day of the week. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, that old uh, caramel barrel, mate, does it for you, doesn't it? The, <laughs> the old caramel barrel. <laughs> right. Back to the Western League. And just to finish off uh, our look at Saturday's fixtures, and uh, we, we must mention, well, the one remaining corner side, Helston, obviously home to Welton Rovers. Yeah. Um, well, no, I was going to say, I've put two good games to commentate on, haven't I? Up at Ilfracombe when it's blowing a gale and then <laughs> no offence Walton Rovers but it's not the best looking fixture that I could have chosen is it? Um, what are you are you, are you at Callaway Park yeah, on Saturday? Yeah commentating again well Steve's oh, still in Ca- Caribbean isn't he? He's oh, not back yeah, yeah. Of course he is. yeah. yeah. Matt, Matt ain't going to rush back from there mate is he? <laughs> <No. In> a, <laughs> to be fair mate to, to stand on the, that gantry down Callaway Park mate is he? You can't blame him mate Well it's a little it? bit more sheltered back. hopefully than last Saturday but um, yeah but, uh, yeah it's got to be better than uh, Ilfra Coombs mate isn't yeah. it? But, Although I'm hoping yeah. to see some goals put it that way so yeah, I think you will do. Yeah, yeah. I think you're looking at the old, um, yeah, looking at the, the sort of table detail here. I think so. Welton's uh, away. Well, they've won a couple of games or so, Steve, you know, but they've only scored eight away from home in seven games, haven't they, mate? So, can't see them score. I'll, I'll go 4 1 Alston, Diggs. Yeah. yeah, I think you see five or six goals, mate. Four, four or five 1, mate, to Alston. Right. I think, mate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, the blues. Come on. (laughs) You can subscribe to the Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast. Search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. Step six. Here we go. Southwest Peninsula League. And uh, let's kick off with Phil Hiscox. Well, how's the week been for you, Phil? Well, Saturday was a bit of a washout, although luckily midweek I got uh, two of the three cup ties that have been dragging on a bit out of the way, so it wasn't a complete disaster. <laughs> uh, but last Saturday, just four games survived and I couldn't get to any of them and I ended up um, sort of suffering, and I really was suffering, Exeter versus Port Vale. I, I must, on, a, on the next wet Saturday, just stay at home. Yeah, do, you, do your crochet stuff and all that. So. Yeah, yeah, God, it was dreadful. It was dreadful. <laughs> move on, move right. on. Okay, yeah, just just very quickly looking at last Saturday's Peninsula results, not the Football League results. Um, bit of a varying sort of degree of results, was it? You had a nil-nil, then you had a six-nil and a five-one. So uh, yeah. Now- Funny, I did originally have a lift who then cried off to go to sticker. And I, so I suppose oh. I avoided the nil-nil. Yeah, well done. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... it's I, I mean, we, we... 
we look at a nil-nil and think, oh, that must be a dismal game. But there has been in my life a, just a couple good nil-nil games, but I can't some remember them, to be honest. Yes, some of them are there. I, 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 there was a TV commentator years ago that said uh, there wasn't a single nil-nil draw that wouldn't have been improved by a goal into the top corner. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I like that. Right. So the one result possibly that people would have looked up at on um, was the Wendron game, wasn't it? Wendron yeah. losing at home 2-1, a last-minute yeah. goal, I think, wasn't it? Last-minute goal by young debutant, I believe. Yes. Noah Holmes. It's not a name I particularly know. Well, I suppose I wouldn't if it was his debut. But, um, <laughs> well, it's um, been on your I, records. Oh, I'm sure it's reg- <laughs> over 2,000 players registered. I don't know. Oh, is that all? <laughs> right. So, uh, um, yeah, and obviously, even though it was a very limited team of the week, just three nominations, uh, you know, Weybridge would have been nominated in any week. Uh, uh, for for that result, and uh, uh, and Julie picked up that prize as well. Yeah, well, well, well done to Weybridge on that one. Now, um, and then that's why we love the game, is that we never quite know what's going to happen on a results uh, day. So, uh, and you know, I, I'm not at all being facetious here about sticker, but actually, with the win the week before. Uh, that's a two-game unbeaten run, which is what a sticker's best run of the season. Uh, and they're on to double-figure points. <laughs> All right, don't get too excited, Phil. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I'm pleased for them. I'm pleased that they're, you know, they're picking up some points. Uh, right. I, I, I'm always a great believer that teams at the top of the table, they're at the top of the table because things are going okay. I, I always worry far more about teams at the bottom of the, of the tables. Yeah, well, that's uh, right. I like to see them get some points. Yeah, never quite know what's going to happen do you at those clubs no so. no as I say you know for sticker a win and a draw that's it, it, I'm sure it's improved the mood immensely down there yeah yeah it, it's difficult for the teams at the top but it is more difficult for the teams at the bottom really isn't it so it is, yeah. Yeah. yeah for everyone for getting the enthusiasm to do the pitches mm-hmm. and all sorts so uh, yeah, absolutely it's not just yeah. for the players right uh, right so let's talk league cup football we've had uh, well we had one postponement and one game on which sounds as if it it was quite a game. Yeah, yeah, quite feisty old side. The pitch was heavy, but I mean, certainly playable, but um, but, but still very heavy. Um, although, as I did point out to somebody, it is December, you know, don't expect. Yeah, it was odd. Given the, the strikers on the pitch and, and the goals that the two teams have scored, they, they seem to not create an awful lot of chances, actually. No. Um, uh, this guy, I thought, slightly against the run of play, took the lead with with a, a goal from Mike Smith, good, well taken header. Um, then, fairly quickly, so we were certainly within five ten minutes, and Austin were back level on terms. Liam Eddy scoring down the hill, um, and then it, 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 I must admit, I was rather hoping it didn't go to extra time because of my travel plans to get home particularly as there was a bus replacement service on the overnight sleeper oh so I was really hoping it didn't get extra time but, um, uh, St Austell uh, uh, scored the winning goal at the top end Jake Miller um, and were fairly comfortable in holding it to be honest you know Liscard had possession but they didn't really create an awful lot of chances one or two sort of slight scares but so deserved well. win then really yeah I, I don't think you can argue. Yes, and Arsenal took their chances and defended well. Um, even the last couple of minutes, in about five, six minutes of injury time played, uh, St. Austin were down to nine men at one point. <laughs> yeah, what was that? One sin bin and one red card, yeah, wasn't it? 
hadn't quite twigged what Liam Eddy had done. He was obviously at the top end of the pitch. He'd obviously had a moan about something and the referee soon beat him. <laughs> uh, and then and there was a little bit of contentious about the sending off. Not so much that it was a sending off, but I thought actually, you know, I'll stick up for the referee on this one. There was a foul on the edge of the box and he allowed play to go on and uh, this guard shot and it went wide. And they thought because he went back and, and gave the lad a second booking for the foul that, that he should, they should have a free kick. But of course, he played an advantage. Right. Yeah, fair enough. But if you go back and go and book the player, doesn't just because he's played advantage doesn't mean so. So I think you know technically he was right. Right. Okay. Well, I'm sure he was. Referees normally are right. So, uh, um, and the draw was made afterwards. Uh, actually, because of the travel concerns, we, we, I made it before. Ah, on, right. There, there was a, a replacement bus service. <laughs> Uh, so I was I was keen to, to, to get, get away. Well, it worked. It worked out fine. Yeah. Uh, so we did it. Yeah, set at seven o'clock in the clubhouse. Um, uh, Pete Soden uh, helped me do the draw. I remember he's the chap who had the the big heart attack. Ah, uh, yes, air ambulance at uh, Salt Ash. Right, I, I, I recognised the name, but I wasn't quite sure who it was. So, right, yeah, yes, and he's his health scare. He's giving up refereeing, but he's now an observer. Right, and he was there observing the referee. So uh, yeah, it was nice to see him, and it's nice to see him still putting something back into the game. And he's fitting well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's about to to run a marathon or anything. But yes. <laughs> oh, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, good. Uh, and I, I never let one of the clubs draw out the home team. So <laughs> although it didn't matter in the end, because this guy, I thought it would be a little funny. This guy who, who's got a run of away games now, I said, "Oh, you've got a home cup draw, and they're all pleased." <laughs> of course, they lost the game anyway. So <laughs> so, whoops. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, what so is the I, draw then? I I thought it was a pretty good draw. You, you've got one all east, one all west, one east versus west, and one west versus east. So yeah, and, and those east against west are fairly longest trips, aren't they? Yeah, they'll be dipping into the travel pool. Although to be fair, the other two ties, I don't think we'll get anything out of travel pool. So. <laughs> So we've got the the, the, the two ties there that say I always think like the ones where the two divisions meet. Uh, Newquay have home advantage against Bridport. That will be a good game. Um, mm. Newquay and Bridport are both sort of similar positions in their respective leagues. Yeah, two top uh, had, sides. Yeah, and, and Bridport had a had a good win um, this week in the in the County Cup. They uh, beat Sherborne, who are step five. Right. Um, so you know. They're no mugs. Nuclear no mugs. So that'll be a decent tie. Uh, O'Camps and the Holders, they're at home to Mullion. Uh, Mullion won at Carrington in the last round and beat Bishops they did in the round before. So they, they've earned their, <laughs> their spurs, as it were. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose it's a long trip, but at least O'Campton, you know where you're going, don't you? It's just off the A30. Yeah. It's not, it's not that bad. No, just up the main is. road. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the fact that you, you know, it's not like a Holsworthy or a Torrington where you then got to do another 10, 15 miles, mm. um, you know, on the side roads, as it were. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got the, the one or West tie, which we're now, after last night's result, is St. Orstall versus Camelford. Mm-hmm. Um, so that guarantees a West team. And then a rather messy tie, but will be an All East tie. <laughs> uh, Ivridge versus, sorry, Ivridge or Axminster versus Elbert or Timber. Ivebridge Axminster is this Saturday. It was always scheduled for this Saturday because they were due to play in the league anyway. So it, I should hope that gets out of the way. Elbert and Timmouth has dragged on a little bit, but uh, the pressure is on now to 
to, to get that one played earlier in the new year. Uh, and I've you know, already talked about reversing venues and finding other venues to play it to, to put the pressure on. Yeah, because that game's been postponed a couple of times now, isn't it? So yeah. d- does it still stay at Elberton for the well, moment or what? Under the rules, it should go to Timber, but Timber haven't got lights. So what I've <laughs> right. done is I put it in on the 2nd of January, which is a Tuesday night, and said it's at Elberton because they've got lights. But if Timber are able to hire... Uh, you know, maybe a, a Devon FA or something like that, and play it at home. Right. Uh, I've given them seven days to to see if they can, you know, decide that's something they want to do. And if they do, then then they will have sort of sort of home advantage. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I, I suppose. Yeah. It just depends on the. Well, one of the things would be the costs, I suppose, wouldn't it? Of hiring a pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the obvious venue for them would be to go to Coach Road yeah. and get it played. But you know, it's up to again whether they their own players would want to play on, on an artificial pitch or whether they would happy still to go to Elbert. But yeah. uh, it, it's it, it's now their choice, and they've got a week to to exercise any option, as it were. Right. Okay. And that that ground at Coach Road, that's Newton Abbott, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, of course, isn't that far from Timber. No. Does anyone play there on a Saturday? Because I know a couple of years ago they did, didn't they? I think there was. Yeah, a... there was Clinton Saints were playing there in the Devon League, but they they're no longer in the Devon League. So I don't tie I believe Torquay United use it for their youth games on a Saturday morning. Right. Um, and I believe there's a ladies' team play there on a Sunday. I get asked, but I think it might be Torquay United's ladies on a Sunday. But I'm just thinking, yeah. it's a shame if it's not used on a Saturday, really, isn't it? You know. It is. It is. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's the League Cup, and uh, well, getting to the nitty gritty now, isn't it? The last eight, uh, as such. So. Yep. Um, that's good. So, what have we got coming up this Saturday then? Pretty well, a full league program. Um, yeah, effectively. There are eight games in both divisions with just Camelford, the odd team out in the West, and um, Bishops Liddy, the odd team out in the East. Although, as I said, Ivory versus Axminster is now a cup tie rather than the league game, but they're still playing each other. They're just different yeah. competition. Um, I suppose, rather than let's say there's a necessarily a top tie on Saturday, um, but Canton Wendron. Um, mm. Wendron, you know, need a, need a bit of result now, don't they? Yes, well, yeah, and that's yeah. true. Wendron need to, to win that one. Um, I'm not actually looking at the. Uh, I won't be going to it, unfortunately, but I'm looking at possibly the Penzance Sinostal game might be interesting. Yes. Penzance yeah. got a yeah. great home record this season, so absolutely, and a bit of a draw specialist tag as well. Of course, Sinostal can't afford to, to even drop any points; they have to, to keep winning. Yeah, uh, you'd have to say this guard away at St Dennis. That's um, bottom versus top. So, and, and after happens. after Liscard losing last night, you feel for yeah. for St Dennis, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, they're probably praying for rain, I expect. But uh. <laughs> well, at the moment there isn't any great rain forecast. I'm, I'm I'm not guaranteeing all games will be on, but I think we'll have more games on this week than we've had for several weeks. So I'm, I'm reasonably optimistic that we'll be, yeah, most people will play. Right, uh, and in the east, would the game of the day actually be the, the League Cup game, Ivy Bridge against Axminster? I think it probably would. I think it probably would. Yes, um, Bridport at Tynmouth, which would be a tricky tie. Uh, Crediton at Dartmouth, who are bottom, so you, you'd expect them. There, there is management change uh, at Dartmouth. Yes, uh, I saw that. A, a name for, sort of familiar to podcast listeners. Uh, He's been on. He's been on. What Robbie has? Yeah. 
Oh, I see. I was going to say, I thought you, you normally talk, speak to Stuart, but... Uh, no, Robbie has been on in the past, and perhaps it's time oh, right. to go back to him, but um, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, probably Robbie busy at the moment trying to get players. Yes, <laughs> I, I think he is. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by the emails I heard from other clubs about, about <laughs> tapping up players, I think I know he is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> they all do it. They all do it. <laughs> and um, the, the game's on Saturday. Now, they're all uh, a vast array of different kickoff times isn't there yeah again we've got in in the sort of three o'clock or two fifteens depending on what they've chosen because Truro City that they they haven't got lights and they were a bit concerned the one two fifteen that they had at the start of November that with all the sort of trees around and the walk back to the dressing rooms <laughs> uh, and, and they asked if they could just you know cover the bases by having two o'clock rather than two fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the west it's not too bad. It's a, a, a two o'clock at Truro, two fifteens at Holsworthy and Waybridge and, and all the others are at three o'clock. Right. Okay. Right. So busy well let's fingers crossed for a busy Saturday afternoon for you. Yeah, I'm sure it will certainly be busier than I've had for the last few weeks. <laughs> right. Well, thanks very much, Phil. And uh, we'll talk next week, one more before Christmas, and then you can go and do your, your Santa Claus stuff. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, thanks to Phil there. Um, so, uh, obviously, uh, last Saturday, well, as as we said, there wasn't that much football on, but the, the, the sort of couple of things that, you know, jumped out, for me, well, Camelford winning 5-1 against uh, Drew yeah. City Reserve. Mark Gustafson still scoring goals up there and still yeah, going strong. Yeah, exactly what I've put. They send me notes to him. I always put a little note next to the result, mate. I've put exactly the same thing, mate. Gusty sub still scoring goals, mate. That's exactly what I put these. Yeah. I've also, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think we've got to give a mention. We we do mention him a little bit later, uh, but a hat trick for Liam Eddy, 6 0 win against yeah, Callington. Mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah. It's still, well, no surprise, mate, is it? Another hat trick to Ed. I, I think probably more surprising, mate, is RVM scoring two, mate, isn't it? <laughs> really? <laughs> Big centre half, RV, mate, and he loves the tackle and. You know, he's, he has got that in his locker, though, Orvey, mate, and he, do, he does pop up in the, you know, opposition's box and score a goal now and again, doesn't he? He does do that. So, yeah, and, yeah uh, fair play. And, and, well, I did see um, Callington had six under-18s on the, you know... Did they, mate? Did in they the really? side on the day, uh, yeah, that's right. So, well... Uh, that's, uh, that's, yeah, well done to them, mate. I mean, I mean a good experience for them, Deeks, isn't it, to go to and play against, like, some of the quality players, you know, Sonal still got Deeks in it, and mm. for those lads to see what they got to sort of aspire to, really, mate, isn't it, in the future, really, isn't it? Yeah. Playing against those sort of players. Yeah. Elsewhere yeah. on the day last Saturday, well, we've already touched on the the nil nil for the sticker against the walls, but uh, yeah. the the one was it, well. How do you know you're yeah. in your car? Yeah, I know, mate. I did open the window a few times because <laughs> you know when you're sitting in your car, you can't really get the flavour, mate. You like to hear the players shouting and all, mate, don't you? So I did open the window a, li- a few times, mate. But I, d- I did but you soon, it <laughs> I was going to say you soon yeah. soon wound it back up again. So. <laughs> I know, mate. It's shocking, really, Deeks, isn't it? Yeah, what? Yeah, terrible, really. But but no, you know, fair play to both sets of 
players teach it was difficult conditions mate you know like while you was windy up Ilford Coombe takes on you and it wasn't too much better at sticker really mate it was, conditions were quite hard to to play football so you know credit to both sides really digs it it was windy up there mate to be fair Right, and it bucketed down Deeks as well. Just you know, just oh, before half time. Oh, mate, Evan, Evan's open, mate. It was like ales, really Deeks for a minute. L- luckily, most of it happened while the players were in for half time. Deeks, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Evan's open for about fifteen minutes, mate. It did, but um, right. well, we so did... yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, difficult, well, isn't it? Yeah, the, the good thing is we didn't have any rain up at. Um... Up at Ilfracum, I think I would have thrown my my microphone down and walked off. I think if it started raining, that would have been the end of it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did uh... yeah. Well done, you, Mark, mate. Uh, yeah, you saved the best plastics, haven't you, mate? We said, didn't we, last week? Mate, I said, Lloydy, mate. He he scores his goals in batches, mate, doesn't he, Lloydy? You know, yeah. he's. He, He's done that, mate. If you look back at his career, he'll, I bet he'll score next week as well, mate. I don't know who's Weybridge got next week, mate. Who they got? Anson. Uh, yeah, I bet Lloyd he'll score again Saturday, mate. He does that, Deeks. He, he'll score like, you know, what did I say last week? You know, seven or eight goals in like four games or whatever. And then he won't score for about five games and then he'll <laughs> do it again, mate. <laughs> That's what he does, mate, Lloyd. You know, once he's on a roll, mate, once he's got a bit of form, he's, he's, a, he's a top player, mate, he is. But yeah, yeah so I wasn't surprised to see him get another goal. And a new name, Deeks. Well, yeah, I was going to say it's it's it, two extremes, really, wouldn't it? We've got Matt Lloyd, an experienced uh, player there for Weybridge, and then we've got a late winner coming from Noah Holmes, uh, who was making yeah. his debut, wasn't he? So that was a good show for him. Yeah, I mean, Rower, Ro, you know, he knows all the players, Deeks, local player, you know, he know if, if there's a decent young player around, mate, Rower will know about him. So, yeah, look out for that name, Deeks. You know, he couldn't, couldn't get off to much better start than that, mate. Can he coming off the bench and scoring the winner at Wendram, mate, is, is a nice start for him, mate, isn't it? That mm. is. Yeah, 2-1 Weybridge winning at Wendron there. So, uh, also now, midweek, we got, uh, we well, we had League Cup action, didn't we? At last, we managed to get a League Cup midweek yeah. game in. And, uh, and it, uh, well, it went the way... <laughs> Surprised, I think, nearly all of us. Uh, surprised uh, St. Austell winning 2-1, didn't it? So let's hear a little more about it from someone who played. Right, well, it's thanks to Martin Duff. Uh, we're hearing from the St. Austell camp after, well, what um, a result that surprised most of us, I think, Martin. Um, you beat Liscard 2-1 in the League Cup. Uh, yeah, yeah, good win. Um so, yeah, I think maybe a surprise to people around the county. Um, but we believed in ourselves and we think we, we, we thought going there we could get a result. And obviously, tough game. They're a really good side. But, yeah, came out on top. Um, probably a bit of a feisty one, but happy to come away with a win. Oh, feisty, was it? What happened? Uh, not, nothing nothing dirty or anything like Aww. that. Just, just a competitive <laughs> game, mate. That's all. Um, you, you... Probably what you'd expect, you know, two teams in the top of the league wanting to win. Um that's all. Yeah, just just a battle between two decent sides, I think. Just a good old cup tie, was it? Yeah, I think you know, you know, midweek in December, pitch a bit, you know, grass a bit long, a bit wet, just not maybe conducive to great football, but definitely a competitive cup tie. Yeah, I must admit, um, throughout the day, I was sort of thinking, is it is it going to be on? Is it going to be on? Because I mean, it was drier than last week when it was uh, originally caught off, but we've had we've still had a fair bit of wet weather this week, haven't we? 
Uh, yeah, mate. Um, to be honest, with, with where I work, I don't really see outside all day, so I, I, I had no idea. I was just waiting for the text. <laughs> um, but you know, you got your credits. Obviously, the ground stuff up there is, you know, as best as you could probably get it this time of year. So yeah, no, I wasn't too surprised. But then again, I don't really see the outside when I'm at work. So as it happened, Liscard took the lead, 31 minutes. Mike Smith, um, a header, I believe, was it? Yeah, um, probably my fault on that one. If I'm honest, I'm playing left back these days, and he's about a foot taller than me, <laughs> uh, and obviously a very good player. Um, so yeah, yeah, they took the lead. Um, good ball in. Uh, maybe we could have cut it off at source, and then he, he's sort of out jumped me, and finish with a good header that Harry couldn't really do too much about. So, you know, that's going to happen when you play good players sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. No, but you weren't behind for very long, were you? No, and, and that's where it's handy to have good players on your team too, I guess. Um, <laughs> so you've got likes of carts and heads up front. You know, you've always got a chance. Even, you know, we were playing well anyway, but even if we weren't playing well, you've always got a chance for those guys. Um, and I think we'd missed a few chances before that. And then, you know, Eds does what Eds does and just scores a nice goal. Yeah, he's on song at the moment, isn't he? With a hat-trick on Saturday against Callington and then the the equaliser last night. That's pretty good going. Yeah, but I don't think anyone would be surprised, would they? Um, he's he's just a very, very good player, isn't he? He's um, scoring goals. He's always scored goals. Um, now playing in defence, I, I look at him and go, what a handful he'd be to mark. <laughs> you know, So he's just doing what he does, isn't he? And uh, the the winner coming, what, 75 minutes on the clock, uh, Jake Miller, talk us through that one. Yeah, it was, um, there was a bit of contention around the corner, I think. Um, I don't really know if it was ours or theirs, to be honest, it was about as far away from me as it could be, top right corner of the pitch, and I'm back, back in the left back sort of position, so I, I don't know, I'd like to say from a bias point of view, obviously, I thought it was a corner. <laughs> um but Bobby, who was about five yards from me, would probably tell you it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, either way, we, we got the corner, it went in, there was a little bit of a, I don't know, just not melee necessarily, but, you know, ball just fell to, to Jake, sort of probably just on the edge of the box. And I had a perfect view, stood right behind him, and he just caught it as sweet as you like. Uh, nothing really a keeper could do for a crowd of players. And, yeah, nice to see that one go in. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, I imagine it, it led to a pretty hectic 20 minutes or so after that. Uh, yeah, it was. I think immediately after it, it wasn't sort of too hectic. Obviously, you're always going to have the pushback from Liscarlo, so they're a good side. But, you know, we actually had a few more chances probably to extend the lead. Um, a few misses. I think the keeper maybe made a few good saves. I think they had two cleared off the line, actually, for us. Um, but then, you know, the game sort of changed when Ed's got Simbind and, and we got, obviously, Shawsy sent off towards the end. Uh, and definitely under a lot of pressure, sort of the last sort of five, ten minutes. Um, but defended pretty well, I thought. And Harry um, was a rock there, just claimed everything. Um, so yeah, obviously tough last ten, but I thought we thought we did pretty well with it actually. Yeah, you can probably adapt to a, a striker going off, can't you? But Jake Shaw, um, what right back? I mean, that would have made it a bit yeah. difficult at the back. Yeah, and and not just a right back. In my opinion, probably the best right back in the league. It sure he's fantastic. Um, and yeah, like you say, you can adapt to a striker maybe when you're holding on last ten. A bit tougher when your when your fullback goes off, but. We've got lads that will dig in, and, and Surly went over and played there and did a great job. Um, and you know, we, we probably expected to be under the cosh a little bit last ten away at Liscard, leading two one anyway. Mm. Um, so I think you're just prepared to go through a bit of a battle then, regardless. Um, and it all ended up fine, didn't it? In the end, it did, mate. Um, <laughs> which is always nice. <laughs> so um, yeah, just just happy to. I think that's their first loss there this this season, isn't it? So happy to come away with that. Yeah. Um, well, you're doing okay in the Cups this season, really, aren't you? You're a bit unlucky against Highworth. You're still in the Senior Cup. Um, yes, mate. Um, 
back from the days at Falmouth, innit? I, I play in cup teams. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not no, doing bad uh, in the league no, either, we, mind. We no, we, we, we've done well, mate. Um, there was a few results which, which obviously haven't been great for us, you know, with Wendron and Bobman. But but on both of those days, they they were the better sides. You know, we weren't good enough. Um, whereas particularly in the last month, you look at we've been on a pretty good run actually. I think we've played three step five teams in, in cups, not lost to any of them in ninety minutes. Obviously, went out of the Vars on penalties. Um, so, so, you know, we, we back ourselves in, in sort of big games as well. And, and, you know, last night was a big game in the Cup and I think we back ourselves and came away with it after digging in. Yeah. You mentioned penalties in that Highworth game. I have, oh, to, yeah. I have to ask you, <laughs> did you fancy taking one or not? Uh, mate, I was the fifth one. Oh, were you? Um, oh, yeah, so never never got to you then? Be, <laughs> no, I was going to be fourth and the, and the order sort of changed just before it for, for one reason or another. Uh-huh. And you're sort of there watching, going, "Ah, oh, you know, I might not get to take one for the right reasons, but yeah. it happens, doesn't it? You know, it happens. I think we're we're, yeah, they're poor penalties from all of us, wouldn't they? But I probably wouldn't have done any better. So, <laughs> well, you know, well, it's, it's it's football, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is happens. football. We, we've got to move on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But I, I well, I have to say, I, I don't think I've seen two penalties go over the over the bar, you know, like they did down there. But anyway, that's that's past and uh, that's um. That's, uh, well, a few weeks ago now. So, You'd have seen a third if I went up, mate. Oh, right. Okay. Um, now, so Camelford in the next round of the uh, Water Sea Parson League Cup, 10th of February. I know it's a, a long way away yet, but, um, and it's home, isn't it? So not a bad draw for you. Is uh, it home no, or away? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it is home. I think it is home. Yeah. Um, we played them at home a few weeks back or maybe six or seven weeks back. And actually, first 35, 40 minutes, they were probably the better side. Um so yeah, it, it probably you look at other teams in it like Ivory Bridge, Elbert, and you know Bridport are doing well, aren't they? And just beat Wendron. Mm-hmm. So you think you know, yeah, decent. But actually, we're also aware that Camelford have threats. You know, they're they're not a bad side either. Um, and you still got to go out and do the job. Just like you know, earlier in the season, people probably expected us to to beat Bodmin, and they came and fully deserved to beat us at our place. So can't take anyone lightly. <laughs> no. And uh, well, just looking a little bit further forward, um, you've got well Penzance Saturday down at. Uh, Penley Park. Now, they've got quite a good home record. Yeah, I, I don't know. Have they lost there or are they unbeaten there? I think they have lost there once. But, um, but yeah. yeah, and actually first game of the season, they, they caused us a few problems at our place as well. So, got some good players there. Um, so, we'll have to see how that one goes. But again, we've got to believe in ourselves and go down there with that attitude that we're going to go and win, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, and Yuki yeah. away Boxing Day? Yeah, I think that should be a good game, um, especially looking obviously with Craig coming in as sort of a, you know coaching, and then a few of the lads coming over from Nuki and yeah. sort of pre-season. It's it's obviously it's not necessarily a derby, is it? But it's definitely going to have a little bit of like a rivalry aspect to it, I'd imagine. And obviously both teams sort of up around it, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it's certainly not the uh, Saint Austell Saint Blazy sort of Boxing Day derby, but uh, but Nuki no, uh, not. Be, it should be a competitive game, though. Yeah, that's right. And um, you yourself, when did you start playing left back? Um, it just and sort of why? Happened, to be honest. <laughs> I think um, we were sort of there pre-season, and I think Benno picked up an injury, and I was, I was there at night. I think we might have been watching a game at Nuki or something, and I um, I just made a joke that I'd do it. I'd, I'd done it a few times with Falmouth when we were short, and never really expected it to actually happen. And then coming to the Mullion game a few weeks later, we didn't have a left back, and it did happen. <laughs> um, and I think yeah, we just, we, just, well, we were winning games, you know. And, uh, you know that's not because I'm left back; I just happened to be there, and the lads up front were doing their job. But um, we were winning games and you can't really change that, I think. So there I am. And, enjoy- um, well, you've got to be enjoying it seeing you know, the team's doing so well, isn't it? 
Uh, yeah, mate. I, actually, I really am. I think you know, it, it, it's not where I saw myself playing, but actually, it is is good fun there. And actually, I think as I've got older, you sort of appreciate the tactical side of the game um, and learning about that a bit more. And I've got good lads beside me in the defence, like Brokes and Whippy, and I'll see Shawsy on the right and halves when he comes in. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm actually enjoying it um, a lot more than maybe I thought I was going to. Um, and it's quite nice to envisage myself as Leighton Baines flying forward. Yeah. I like the way you say as you get older. I mean, there's, you must still be quite young in this in Austell squad, mustn't you? Uh, well, we had a young young players versus old players uh, game in training the other week. Oh, which, which were you? Say, I just edge into the young players, still, <laughs> which is incredible, really, when you think about it. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we lost, but... That's probably not my fault. Uh, um, but no, you lost to you know, experience. I, that's what it was. We lost to experience and dodgy Chris Knight referee decisions. <laughs> that's what I will say. Uh, right. But, um, Another yeah, dodgy yeah, referee, was it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, Knight prepares us for that in training. It's fine. Um, no, nah, it's a hard job, isn't it? But uh, no, nah, I think, you know, we got the likes of Connor and, and Noah there coming through and, and Finn as well and some of the lads from the under 18s so I'm, I'm actually coaching now as well at St. Wistel. So, you know, you de- I definitely feel a bit older after starting that. Yeah. But, it is uh, actually quite a good mix there though isn't it I mean you've got wow you know we've already mentioned Liam Eddy but you know Adam Carter how many goals has he got in his career you know it's it's a a lot of experience up front and I guess it must be quite good to look up and you've got those two that you can hit yeah mate it's it's a joke really isn't it when you look at Carlson-Ed's sort of records over the years um, you sort of look at from certainly in other teams where I've been and you just go like how do you score so many goals um, <laughs> and then yeah having them in your team is definitely helpful but then you look, you look behind that with like this with like experience and quality as well with like you know Slates and, and Brokes there and, and Whippy um, you know and Jake who is obviously you know a younger player but actually he, he's played at such a high level he's you know it's great having those guys in the team yeah um, yeah it's a good mix yeah well, I've got to ask where was Jake Miller when it came to the Highworth game um, I think it was Dubai, some nightclub D- maybe. Dubai, yeah, that's high roller. That's no good, is it? You know, yeah. um, far yeah, more important Polter. Yeah, I know he scored a couple goals up at Buckland, and then he was over living on high life. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, anyway, have a great Christmas, uh, Duffy. Uh, thanks for coming yeah, on the you podcast. Too, nice, nice chat to you guys. Um, yeah, same to rapper, obviously. Yeah, and enjoy. Well, is it going easy on Christmas Day before the Boxing Day match? got to be in yeah definitely mate you know yeah definitely definitely yeah. right of course we'll wait and see what the result is definitely <laughs> thanks very much cheers, mate. cheers bye yeah thanks to uh martin duff there um enjoying himself at left back rapper yeah yeah he's well he's he's, he's a top lad duffer as well isn't he? And, and a really good player mate he, he would fit in anywhere i think thinks he he's he's one of them lads mate it's just like for Neuter, mate, you know, he's just a great lad to have around, mate, isn't he? You know, to, just one of them players you can rely on. The, you, you could virtually play him anywhere, I reckon, Deeks, and he, he would give you 100% and, and do a good job. Yeah. It reminds me a bit like, you know, Duncan Powell, mate, you know, when I was playing for Falmouth Deeks, you know, mm-hmm. Paula, you know, that type of player, mate, you could chuck Paula in anywhere. You know, you could play him from centre forward, mate, to, to in goal. And he played, I mean, he virtually played everywhere, mate, for Falmouth. You know, right back, you know, in goal, up front, you know. I think the only, 
place I don't remember him playing, mate. It was like centre and midfield. But but yeah, Duffers is that you know type of lad, mate. And he, you, you you're not surprised, mate. He's gone in at left back and he looked looked at home there, mate, didn't he? I thought he played well in that Vaz game the other week, Diggs there, mm, didn't he? Yeah, I thought that was a good game, mate. Yeah, just a great player, mate, isn't he? And and lovely to see him back, Diggs. To be fair, mate, you know after after having a bit of bad luck with injury, mate, isn't he? Duffy like mate, so just great to see him back playing, mate. You know, really good lad, mate. Yeah, I'm Jump not so sh- I'm not so sure he would make much of a keeper though. No, probably wouldn't be his best position, mate. No, would it? No, yeah, probably, mate. You know this uh, the modern day keeper, mate. You you're sort of looking at a bit like a van der van der Sor type of character, mate, aren't you? <laughs> Those big old six foot three type. Mind you, we got one of them at Man United, mate. Look at him. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I didn't say nothing, Diggs. Nothing. But, but yeah, good result though, Diggs, wasn't it? For St. Ulster. I mean, yeah. we, yeah, like you said, mate, you know, not many of us saw it sort of, but we saw that classic 3 all league game, mate, didn't we? A couple of months ago, you know, earlier in the season. And, you know, you're sort of not surprised, mate, are you? You know, St. Ulster, you know, they're good. And I reckon St. Ulster will win a trophy this season, Diggs, don't you? I, I think they'll definitely win a trophy. I just don't know which one, mate. I don't know. Mm. I, I think they're a really good team, Sunostal, and and I like all their players. Deeks, you know, I'm, you know, got a, you know, few mates there and everything, mate. You know, playing and all, and I, I like sort of all Sunostal's players, really, Deeks. But you know, I know we, <clears throat> excuse me, mate, we both went for Liscord. I think over a season, mate. You know, I think obviously Liscord. You know, we both went for Liscord, and I think that'll that'll be right, mate. You know, but but I, I can see Sunustal definitely, you know, pushing them all the way and and winning a trophy, digs. I just don't know, not sure which one yet, mate. Okay. League Cup, mate. I reckon. I reckon they might win that uh, League Cup, digs. Favorites, yeah. mate. Now they've oh, got to be favourites. You're putting them down Do as favourites, aren't they? I know. I know. Phil might argue that, mate, because he sees a lot more of the East teams, doesn't he? But yeah. I think it'll take a good side. Take a good side to beat San Osto in that cup, I think, Diggs, mm-hmm. wasn't it? I reckon. And a, another interesting game, actually, is is the um, Senior Cup game they've got, isn't it? Helston. That'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. It will, mate. Yeah. But I think we've already said, mate, you know, I don't think Koozie would have liked that draw much when he's seen it, mate. You know, it's a, it's a tough old game, mate, isn't it, that one? Yeah. Couldn't be a much... Yeah, yeah, tough. You know, you you'd fancy Alston to be like sort of slight favourites, mate. But but like we said already, Deeks, you know, Sunostal's been up Buckland and one, mate, aren't they? And they're a good cup side, mate, aren't they? Beat Salt Ash. That's true, mate. Beat Salt Ash as well, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to going to give anyone a game in a in a in a one off cup game, mate, wouldn't they? Yeah. Give anyone a game. Well, yeah. that's right. <laughs> uh, well, let's hope they do. Um, now. Fixtures for Saturday. What, what's your game of the day in the in the West Division? Yeah, I, th- I think you and Phil got it right, mate. I, I, I think you both, you went for the um, what was it, mate? The you went for it, Callington, wasn't it? Callington, <laughs> Wendron. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure we did. To be honest, do we? I don't know. No, I'm not sure. Actually, <laughs> I usually put an asterisk, mate, next to you know the. Yeah, I think I think you. I think or Phil did, mate. I think mentioned Callington, Wendron, which which could be interesting, mate, on current form. I think Diggs, you know, make it a bit more interesting. But mm. but I like I like the old. I like the look of the. It's an old Cornish classic. Call me old fashioned. 
antiques, but I like the look of the Penzance and Austell game, don't you, mate? Oh, you're old so old-fashioned, aren't you? I am, I am, yeah. I am a bit old-fashioned, mate, for the old... It's just that, you know, both them clubs, mate, got a lot of history, haven't they? It's, a, it's an old Cornish classic, mate, isn't it? <laughs> Penzance piece and Austell. Really? Uh, lovely old brain, mate, isn't it? Lovely old brain, yeah. Okay. That's it, mate. Well, Holsworthy doubles, I think. Holsworthy doubles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Could be. Going under the radar, that one. Not a bit, too many goals. Not too many goals in that one, though, I don't think. No, I think you're right there, mate. I think you're right there. And Sticker, obviously, mate, on there. You know, they go to Truro, mate, who are, you know, on a little bit of, well, I was going to say off form a little bit, and they Truro mm. lately. So can Sticker go there and get another. Positive results, can they? Can they, mate? Can they? I don't, don't know. know. We'll see. Don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Let, let's go back to that Penzance Sinorstal fixture. We've heard from the Sinorstal camp with uh, Duffers. Uh, so, how about someone from Penzance? Yes, mate. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. You got things, haven't you? Spe- Anthony special Penzance. request. The, That's right. Yeah, you've got the man, mate. Have you? You've got the man. Okay, now, I think this is at the request of Anthony Thomas of Penzance. We are speaking, Anthony, to the manager of Penzance. Welcome to the podcast, Ashley Waters. Thank you very much, Dave. Yeah, now, I'm not going to give you such a grilling as Anthony does every week. You must get fed up with that microphone being stuck under your mouth, mustn't you? I know, Dave, yeah. Well, it's brutal sometimes. Like, <laughs> obviously, the the last interview that we had, I nearly legged it at the end. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. But, yeah. No, it's all in good fun and jest. Um, and, uh, obviously, Anthony doing a good, well, a great job down there at Penzance to uh, publicise the Magpies. And uh, you took over as manager in the summer. So, how's it been, Ashley? Um, I think it's going really well at the moment. Um, early days yet, obviously. Um, but overall, I think the actual club itself now is progressing um, off the pitch. Obviously, you've got Godfrey, who you had on the other week. He's doing fantastic things for the, for the club. And obviously, he's pulling all the volunteers in with him. Um, so when you actually go down to the Magpies now, you can see all the work that's been done. You've got the new stand roof. The actual place is looking tidy now. The clubhouse is better. But yeah, overall, I think it's a real real progress down at the Magpies. And on the pitch, now you were you were a coach there last season, weren't you? Yep, I was, yep. So uh, coach last sorry. season, promoted to manager during the summer. Was that actually a role you wanted or was it a case of, you know, sort of uh, being pushed into it? Um, I wouldn't say pushed into it so much. Um, I, obviously, I was offered the job and I would be silly not to take it, being Penzance who I think are a sleeping giant in my eyes. Um, yeah, and um, obviously I worked with Nick's quite a bit. So myself and Nick sat down and we had a plan. We brought Matt James in, who is exactly what we want. He's got the same sort of ideas as what we had. So, yeah, I'm de- well, delighted to be manager of Penzance. You mentioned Matt there. Now, when I've watched you this season... I always get the impression that he's the man sort of controlling the game. You're standing alongside him, but having a quiet look at how things are going on, am I right in thinking that? Yeah, Matt Matt is, well, you've seen Matt in action. Um, I need to be a defender sometimes, standing <laughs> next to him. But yeah, Matt, Matt is, you know, exactly what we want, really. He, his football brain is, is there for all to see. You know, um, we 
try and play a certain way. Um, Matt can get the information out. And obviously, my job at halftime is to get the boys up for it and before the game. So, yeah, we've got a real good understanding. And I think it works well at the moment. Well, it's certainly working well. Certainly at, at Penley Park, it's working well. I mean, you've got a great record down there. But I'm looking at your away record. You're still to win on the road. Oh, I know, Dave. I know. It's horrendous. I don't... I don't I what's don't the really answer? What what, what's the reason for that? Anything? Um, I don't know. Um, it's a, it is a problem for us. I mean, the amount of time, the amount of games this season where we've been too up away from home and we've gone on to, you know, get a point or we've lost. It's so frustrating. I mean, there's a couple of occasions this season where the, the opposition scored in the last kick of the game. Um, yeah, and it is... Yeah, it's frustrating. Um, but yeah, it's home form for us has been really good. I think if we got the points, the away fixtures, then we would probably be in the top eight. Yeah. Now you're currently, what, 11th in the league table. You, you finished 13th last season. You're back, well, just over halfway through. In the summer when you took it on, did you sort of set yourself any sort of target? And are you on course if you did? Um, yeah, we actually wanted to, to get the amount of points we had last season by Christmas. Um, so we're not far off that, not really. But yeah, the idea is it was for us to get in the top 10 this season and then push on next season, really. And Saturday, you've got um, St. Austin at home. Now, that'll be a test for you, won't it? Yeah, definitely. But again, I'm, I'm glad that we're playing home because obviously at home, we're a different team to what we are away and the support that we're getting at the moment is is great, really. We're averaging 130, 140 each home game. So support for us is a massive thing. St. also home. These are the games that we want at um, Penzance, like you know. So quite looking forward to it, really. And then after that, well, you've got a nice little Boxing Day fixture at home as well, haven't you? Yeah, I'm expecting... Well, I think there'll be a lot of people at that game. Um Obviously, no other. I don't think there's any other West games. So, big support for us, hopefully. And um, we'll uh, take Truro on. Hope we well. I thought you. Was, I think you was at the last game, wasn't you? When we went two up in the first five minutes. Oh yes. <laughs> and uh, we're, so we, we're looking out for that again. This this uh, fixture. So hopefully we can get three points. Now, obviously, uh, at this beginning of the season, you had a certain forward there down there, Oscar Massey. Now, he, he's yep. he's been in the news a bit this week. Uh, um, his suggestion is he's not going to be playing for Barnstable, uh, um, you know, for the foreseeable future. So does that mean you might get him back or what? Oh, I don't know. He's such a good player, isn't he? I mean, there must be a queue of um, clubs after him. Um, I think it's probably wishful thinking that he would come back to us. Um, but he still trains with us on the Thursday night, which is which is good. Um, yeah, I'd like to think he'll be back with us, Dave, but I, I can see it myself. He's such a good player. Because you're, you're sort of jiggling around with up front at the moment, aren't you? With um, Well, Tyler Tonkin's been there recently, hasn't he? Yeah, that was a moment of, I don't know, another sleepless night for me. I was over <laughs> in bed and I thought, who can we throw up by this, this week? And um, Where's all the other strikers gone? Um... Uh, we, well, the, the problem is with us at the moment, we are quite a small squad. And to be, believe it or not, we've only ever had one one game where we've had everyone available. So a lot of the time, we are kind of patching in little positions on the pitch. 
Um, but I think we have found someone now, and Tyler, I think, is a handful up top. So, yeah, I'm pleased with him up there at the moment. All right, so he's there for the foreseeable future as such. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, obviously, <laughs> if, a cent- if a centre-half is not available, then poor Tyler will have to go back at centre-half. But, yeah. Well, it's handy having, you know, sort of versatility, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm saying about Tyler, I think Tyler's been fantastic for us this season. You know, as a skipper, he's the glue that holds the side together, really. And it's not a bad focal point to have him up top. Um, and I think it has worked. Um, he does look threatening up there. And, uh, yeah, his attitude is fantastic. So, uh, as I said, it's also Saturday and, and true Boxing Day then. Looking a little bit f- further uh, forward, uh, Liscard in the Senior Cup. Now, not probably the draw you would have wanted at this stage, but then every game's going to be tough anyway, isn't it, quarterfinals? Yeah, definitely. Um, we played them earlier on in the season. We lost 1-0 up there. Um, I thought we more than held our own against them. Um, and it would be a special evening for the club. I'm sure there'd be a lot of people there watching. And there's a cup, and everyone likes the underdog, Dave. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's very true. Uh, and you mentioned playing at uh, Penzance. Now, I, I have played at Penzance for one season. I was down there only for the second team. But um, well, it is a special, it, it's a proper football ground, isn't it, really? Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I remember as a young boy going in there, watching them play in Liverpool, Leicester, Wimbledon, you know, there is a lot of history at that club and it is a special club. I know over the past probably few years, it hasn't been the best place, but I mean, with everyone working hard there now, it's going in the right direction. And, and I would like to think success will come again for Penzance. Yeah, there's a lot of hard work going in behind the scenes, isn't there? Yeah, like you mentioned Anthony before, I mean, I think our social media side, you've got Anthony doing his bit and you've got... um James Wright, who does the program and he, and he does the um, write-ups um, on the forum for us. There's loads of people that, you know, like every club, there's volunteers that don't get mentioned, but we're lucky at Penzance. We've got obviously quite a few there at the moment and they're all, they're all working hard for the same goal, really, is to get Penzance back on track. And obviously it sounds as if you're enjoying it. Um, I'm feeling <laughs> on top, Dave. <laughs> few more greys. Oh, no. Ha- yeah, it's halfway through the season, so I should have taken a before and after, and uh, that would be quite <laughs> interesting. But no, it is. It is, it is an honour. It's an honour managing Penzance. Yeah, it's a big club, um, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's known yeah. throughout the, the country, especially with that sort of iconic gate uh, as you enter the, the ground. Uh, yeah, I think everyone knows Penzance Football Club. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, in the summer there, I was doing a little bit of work there for the club, and um, a family turned up. There's, I think there's five of them. And then they started talking to me. They're from New York. Yeah. Um, they said, can we have a look around? So I take, took them out on the ground and everything. And, and the lady said, I'm originally from Penzance. <laughs> and I follow Penzance from New York now. I think they bought a load of shirts from Godfrey. Um, so we are, we are um, you know, our social media side is reaching all different parts of the world. I know we have got, a core out in America that watch. So it's all, it's all positive, really. Well, that's great to hear. And uh, one final question. Now I'm going to turn it around slightly. If you had the microphone, you could ask Anthony Thomas a question. What would it be? Oh, God. 
Um, that is such a good, that's a difficult question. <laughs> uh, um, you have to think about it and perhaps send it in to me as a message. Yeah, that it might is, be more polite that good, way. <laughs> yeah. I would say, what would you do today? Oh, Maybe yes. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, because everyone's got an opinion, haven't they? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, um, well done so far this season down there at uh, Penzance. Apologies that uh, it's been so long before we got the manager on from Penzance. uh, But Craig Nichols, he's been hogging the limelight. Yeah, that's our Craig, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) he's he's the um, entertainment at the club. He's good on the group chats for a laugh. And yeah, he's a good organiser, to be fair to Craig. But yeah, he's a good lad. Right. Well, thanks very much, Ashley. And and like everyone else who comes on podcast, you you spared ten minutes of your work uh, uh, time to to come on. So thanks for that as well. Yep. Thank you very much, David. Your Cornish, Cornish podcast. podcast. Nice interview with Ashley, mate. Nice nice to you know hear from someone different, mate. Isn't it? And I th- I think Ashley's exactly right, Dixon. He like we've said before, mate. Penzance is a is a you know is a sleeping giant, Dixon. It and. You know, they, they've certainly picked up some good results this season, mate, especially, you know, at Penley Park, mate, and, and getting some decent crowds back by the Saints. Mate, you know, 140-odd average, mate. It's, it's good to see, isn't it, mate? Really? Yeah, I think you know, every, everything's sort of, you know, picking up down there, isn't it? Yeah, it is, mate. Isn't it loads of positive stuff, mate. You know, uh, you know, like you know, like you said, these Penleys are proper football ground, and you know, you'd love to see them back up around the top of the league, mate, wouldn't you? In the not too dis- distant future, mate. And and um, you know, good to see Tyler Tonkin getting some rave reviews, Deeks as well. He's a he's a top lad as well, Deeks, and a, and a really talented player, mate. So you know, good to see Tyler playing up front. He could play anywhere as well, Deeks. Good mm. defender, good, you know. Seen him playing midfield as a young lad as well. Just a talented boy, mate. And, you know, some lovely people at the club, mate. We all know about, you know, Meady, mate. He's a legend, isn't he? You know, Meady Senior, John, mate, and, and Nick seeing all, mate, doing some great work, you know, etc. But but um, but people like, you know, Anthony, mate, you know, all that footage of the games, for anyone to see, you know, watching in America, no less, mate, mm. and they, people, you know, and, and James, mate, you know, he does some great work there, doesn't he, with the programme and, you know, knowledgeable football man, mate, and he? So, you know, like Ashley says, mate, you know, long, long may it all continue for the mate, boys, Deeks. Yeah. Love to see him do that. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant right. stuff. And, and you know, the, the reason we haven't had Ashley on until now is, well, firstly, he, he was, I'd sort of got his number and everything ready to talk to him, but they lost 5-1 at Mullion. So I thought that probably wasn't going to be the best of times to talk to him. And Craig Nichols, he's always hogging the limelight down there, isn't he? So... He's a character, Nixie, mate, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, great news with Nixie as well, mate. You know, not been too well lately, mate, but, you know, had some good news lately, mate. Everything's positive with, yeah. with Nixie. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, lovely to see, mate. Not, nice Christmas present, mate, to hear Nixie's, you know, well, mate, and, you know, doing well, Dick. So, great bloke as well, isn't he, mate, Nixie? So, good keeper in his day, mate. Do you remember Nixie in goal, mate? Too, big, too big a goalie for me. Too big. He was only filled that goal up, didn't he, mate? I remember having a few one-on-ones with Nixie, mate, running through, and, and you're sort of thinking, where, where the hell do you put this? You know, like he's he's massive, mate. Isn't he? Where'd you where'd you stick that? But yeah, yeah, he cost me a few goals. He did, mate. 
that, that bugger, <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, <laughs> yeah, top bloke, mate. But yeah, like you say, these lovely sea pens aren't doing well, mate. You know, I'm sure they'll give Sunil still a tough game, mate, wouldn't you? Saturday, Dicks. Yeah, I think well, it could be an interesting result to, to look out for that one, I think. Yeah, I do, mate. I do, mate, yeah. That will be, yeah. Yeah, look at that one, five o'clock, Dicks, on Saturday. I think that could be... I think it would be, you know, you you, you got a fancy son of Stoddick, don't you? But I, I don't think there'll be, um, I think it'll be a tough one, mate, wouldn't it? Be mm. hard fought, mate, I reckon. Yeah. Hard fought, that one. Hard fought, yeah. that's, that's the phrase. That's right. Okay. If you have any ideas for the Friday Fix podcast or wish to provide feedback, please, please do so. Just contact us on Twitter at Soccer Podcast or let Rappo know also via Twitter. He is at Mark Rapsy one Let's move on. It's, uh, well, women's football. Now, only two games survived last Sunday's weather, um, but they were both high-scoring affairs. In the uh, Southwest Regional Western Division, it was uh, Helston 10, Biddeford 2, with two players getting hat-tricks. Eve Charlotte Moore and Beth Prouse, they both played big parts in that game. And the other game that survived the weather now... Bit of a mixed um, uh, response as to what the final score was on this one. It was in the Cornwall Women's Football League Division 1. Originally, I saw it as 7-0 to St Agnes up there against Saltash Borough. On full time, it's got uh, 7-3 to St Agnes. Um, Jordana Pardo getting five of the goals for St Agnes. But then when I asked a question about what was the final score, someone's come up with saying... That, that it's showing somewhere else a 7-2. So what we know is St Agnes <laughs> won. So um, good result, yeah. whatever. So that's all we can say on that one. They scored seven, mate. They, they scored seven, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. The, the other team didn't get as many as seven. So that's all we... Love, yeah. love. Okay. <laughs> Fixtures coming up now. I'm a bit surprised, actually, because I thought the the sort of women's season was running down for the Christmas period and whatever. But there's more games this Sunday than I expected. Um, in yeah. the Premier Division, St Austell, well, bit of a trip. They're up at Forest Green Rovers. So a nice little trip before Christmas for them. Whereas this yeah. guard in the same division are home to Marine Academy Plymouth. All three Cornish clubs are in action in the Western Division. Uh, Soldash at Biddeford, Sticker at Fenerton and Helston at Middlezoy. So they're all in action and they're all away. Uh, supplementary Cup second round. Penryn plays St Agnes in the Cornwall Women's Football League Division 1. Well, we've got um, so, uh, RNS Codros, they're playing Mosul and uh, they could go top if they win that game. Uh, Bob Minahome is Sodash Borough and St Dennis against Bude. And then in Division 2 of the Cornwall Women's Football League, well, I reckon uh, could be either Lanner or Ludgeman if uh, either of those win their games, uh, they could go top. Lanner are mm. away to Callington. Ludgeman are also away to Wendron. Uh, the two other games, Charlestown against St Agnes Reserves. And then we've got a nice little one here, Rapper, for you. Troon <laughs> against Redruth. What? That'll be nice for you, won't it? To go to Troon on Sunday? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to Grouter Park, Deeks, for a couple of... I think Ben played down there, Deeks, a couple of seasons ago. So I haven't been... But nice set-up, Troon, though, Deeks, isn't it? You know, like a couple, couple of nice pitches down there mm-hmm. they got, haven't they? Troon. Yeah. Yeah. 
they've done well then they're over the years and my old mate Dan Bennett Steaks is refereeing so oh, you know no favours yeah. please come on no no I'll give Dan a text later mate hopefully slip him a fiver mate if he can <laughs> ignore a couple <laughs> no no he's good good ref Dan actually mate he was a, he was a good keeper in his day Dicks and well, yeah, 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 well, yeah. I'm sure he is. Yeah, yeah. come on, don't put really the flannel good. on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> nah, lovely bloke, Dan, mate. So, yeah, it'd be nice to catch up with Dan down there. Mate. Like you say, Deeks, just hope he's on, don't you, really? Just hope these games are, you know, on. Like, nice for the girls to have a game before Christmas, mate, isn't it? Yeah, hope, hope the weather's kind, mate. Hope the weather's kind. From the National League South through to the St. Piran League, this is the place to be. Right, yeah. Rappo, it's uh, time for the Superior League. What you got for us? Yeah, Dick. Yeah, well, you'll be you'll be delighted to to hear, Dick. This won't take very long, mate. This week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you say you that know. every week. You, yeah. I know, mate. I, I've, I've I've tried to make the best of it, mate, as I could. But I don't, I don't, you know, mentioning a few names that we might not have mentioned before. But I don't think it's going to take very long, Dick. So. You know, a lot of people are probably glad to know, mate, me <laughs> waffling on, mate. But, but to be honest, mate, all the, well, we'll go to the east first, because almost all the St. Piran East fixtures were virtually wiped out, mate, last week. Oh, well, weekend, that's well all... done. That's easily sorted. Yeah. So, so that's that done. <laughs> no, no, mate. <laughs> no, all that non stop rain, Deeks, we had it. I don't think it was any surprise, mate, was it, leading up to Saturday's games that so many were called off, mate? I mean, all five, mate. Matches in the, the East Premier Division were called off, Deeks. And, and in Division 1, mate, only one game out of seven fixtures survive, mate, um, with Foxhall maintaining their title aspirations, Deeks, with, with a pretty well, a pretty tough 4-3 win at Lou, mate. Um, well, Lou Jorks, isn't it, Deeks? I mean, you know, I think Jorks could have been swimming in a lot of... If they was down some blazy, mate, they would have been well at home, wouldn't they? The shore, mm-hmm. They would have been swimming in the water then. But, but yeah, tough game for Foxhall, mate. But ending up winning 4-3 at Lou. Uh, Courtney Cowboy Row, mate. He, that sharp shooter, mate. He, <laughs> he got a couple of goals. And, and sub Lee Reed Bennett, mate, he came off the bench to get a couple of goals as well, Deeks. So... So a, a brace each, mate, for those lads in that win. Um, and also, Dicks, just, just the one game in Division 2 um, made it, mate. Lifton winning 3-2 at St. Marin, mate. Um, a Dave Sharp brace and Leon Trudgeon for Lifton, mate, with Martin Mert, mate. Remember Mert? Mate? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my old teammate actually, Murty at Weybridge, mate. When he was a young, quite a young lad, mate. John and Martin play for Weybridge, mate. But, but yeah, Martin, Murt and Nathan Osborne uh, replying for St. Merendix. Um, no games at Aldix in Division Three or Four. So, uh, so that's the that's the East done, mate. That's the East done. Record time <laughs> that was. Yeah, yeah, record time, Deeks, yeah. So, so, uh, but, the, the, well, the West had slightly more luck, Deeks, slightly more luck. Um, in the Premier Division, there was three on, three off. So, um, uh, two of those games were, were league games, Deeks, and, and that saw Halston Reserves beat St. Just 3-0, mate, at Callaway Park. Um, Sam Meller, Sam Pallet. And Sam Allardyce, mate. Nah, not really. <laughs> not really. 
<laughs> not really. Thanks. No, I'm um, Sam Mellor, Sam Pallet, and uh, and Nat West. He, he added another goal to his account, mate. <laughs> Nat West. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sorry, mate. So uh, yeah, but good win, mate. Actually, because St. Just had that really good win at Luggan, didn't they, Diggs, mm. a week before? Yeah. Didn't they? So yeah, that was a good win for Alston Reserve or Alston Development One, I should say, Dick, should I? But Alston Reserves in old money, mate. Yeah, good result beating St. Just 3-0, Callaway Park, mate. Um, yeah, uh, a Logan mate who we've just mentioned, they they made light work of their their uh, local derby at Oxland Park, mate. They they hosted Redruth United, mate, and 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 duly won six nil, Deeks. Uh, I think they were five nil up at half time, kicking down the down the slope, mate. I think uh, I think according to Tom Trust re- report, mate, on the forum, mate, Tom, good to see Tom still doing a little report when he goes to his games. But yeah, so that one was all over at halftime, mate. Jordan Nucky and Archie Condy with two goals each, Deeks, and Aaron Myers and sub Ned Pritchard, mate, for for a lug in there, Deeks. Um, in the Tracy Banfield Cup, mate, there was one game and uh, Hale squeezed through 2-1 at Paramwell, Deeks. Um, a game that only just went on, I think, Deeks. It was, it was pretty 50-50 from what I've heard, but but well done to, you know, everyone there for getting the game on and and uh, it was Hale that went through, Deeks. Aaron Hicks and Noah Tanner with the uh, with the Hale goals, mate. And, and the evergreen Adam Selly, mate, Getting the getting the Wales consolation there, Deeks. Uh, for Adam, mate, well done, mate. Still scoring four games. Deeks made it in Division One, um, and in the match of the day, I think we mentioned it last week. Deeks match of the day at the Saltins. We said that would probably go on. Not many games called off down there, and, and we was right, mate. Leaders St Ives, they they saw off more than three one Deeks in that mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah, to Ross to, to to stay top, mate. Ross Duncan, Joe Cross, and sub Patrick Hart, mate, with uh, with the Saints goals there, mate. Um, Hail reserves, Deeks. I'm going to mention them. I'm going to mention them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh, but nah, I mean they kept up their great form actually, mate. You know, been on great form, mate, and and they won uh, they won three nil again, mate. A home to Porth Leven reserves, mate. Um, sorry, mate, flipping it. Paddy's just jumped off the top of the flipping it. I nearly had a heart attack then, mate. <laughs> Paddy's top of the. Race has got the. He must have climbed up the Christmas tree, Deeks. He's he's climbed up the. He's mad, he is, mate. He Not, climbed knocked up the it Christmas over. Tree. No, no, luckily, mate. No, I don't think there's no ball balls on the floor here, mate. He's he's climbed up there, mate. He's on top of the dresser, but it's about eight foot high, Dix, and he just jumped down over my shoulder, mate, onto the floor. <laughs> so, sorry, mate. I nearly had a heart attack there. I thought, what the hell is that? But, um, Sorry, mate, but we were we were talking about um, Hale Reserves, mate, weren't we? Their great form, mm. um, and they kept that uh, great form going, mate. Three 0 at home to Porth Leven Reserves, mate, uh, at the Prestine Travassic Park. Thanks, um, Toby Angwin, mate, with another two, and uh, a March Strip 
with the goals there, mate. So well done to Ale, mate. Keep up the good work. Um, three milestone digs. They followed up last week's superb result with with another uh, another good win, mate. Two one at Campbellton School of Mines, mate. On their on their four G pitch, mate. At Falmouth, there, mate. Always going to be played that one, mate. Um, Alex Hayho. And Matt McElroy, mate, big striker, Matt, mate, big target man. He he made it three goals in two games, mate, uh, for himself, mate. West Cornwall, they bounced back to form, mate, with a 5-2 home win over Houston thirds, mate. Roberta Samnauskas, Deeks, with another hat-trick, mate. He's scoring week. some goals, isn't he? He is, Deeks. Remember last week, Deeks, he scored a hat-trick and ended up on the losing team, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, yeah, a bit better news for him this week, mate. Another hat-trick, mate. But they won 5-2 this time, mate. So that'll bring a, a bit more of a smile to me old mate, Ashley Kemp, mate. Ashley Kemp, manager at West Cornwall, mate. So, yeah, he'll be pleased with that one, mate, after last week's disappointment. But Owen Barrett, mate. Do you remember him, mate? Owen, mate, he's been around a bit, hasn't he? Good player, mate. I think he's played a bit of Southwestern in his time, mate. Mosel. Maybe, mate. Um, mm. But, yeah, and uh, and sub Reese McKnight, mate, scored the other... The other two goals, mate. Um, two games in Division 2 made it, Deeks. Uh, well, probably the result of the day, I reckon, mate. I don't know what you think, mate. Falmouth United, mate, at home on that lovely, uh, well, Penryn. We're talking about 4G pitches here, Deeks. I mean, pretty invaluable, mate, in this weather, mate, aren't they, really? Yeah, yeah. To be fair, you know, yeah. And that is certainly an impressive one. I watched Ben down there a couple of weeks ago, mate, then Falmouth United, and and uh, and they pulled off a fantastic result Saturday, Deeks. They, they beat a Luggan Reserves, mate, 4-1. Yeah, New in Titans would have been pleased to hear that result yeah. as well, I would have thought, yeah. Deeks. yeah. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, well done to Falmouth. Yeah. I mean, they are a good side, Deeks, to be fair. I, you know, they play some lovely football, especially especially on that pitch. You you can see they train on it and they're used to it. And it's a massive, great uh, 4G pitch it is there, mate. And sort of, uh, I think they've, they've, they've obviously laid a new surface down there like in the last sort of year, mate, because it used to be a bit sort of, you know, when it goes a bit black, Deeks, you know, mm. a bit black and nagged, mate, you know, the yeah, but it's, it's lovely down there now, mate. And the, yeah, 4-1, mate, I think result of the day, mate, against I Fly and the Luggan Reserves, Aidan Weber with a brace, Deeks, Ben Wills, Mac, and sub Callum Jewell, mate, got the got all the goals, mate. So, so well done to form for you. I think if he was doing a team of the week, still Deeks, I think they might have won it this week with that, Deeks. Form mm. if you're not, it, mate, okay. with that, yeah. But so, and Stidians, mate, we spoke about them quite a bit this season, mate. You know, they they've well sort of. Well, what can I say, mate? You know, they they've improved so much. I mean, they sort of got relegated really last season, but but they're they're back flying eye doing sort of really well in this division this season. And uh fair play to Constantine, mate. They held Scythians to a two two draw at the showground, mate. So I I won't mention Desmond, mate, uh, you know, with that two two. <laughs> but uh yeah, so a good result for Constantine, really, mate, going there and holding Scythians to, to a two two, mate. Um Roy Ryan Kempthorne, mate, with both of the goals for the for the Stiddies, mate, for the Stiddies. <laughs> I'm sure that's not their nickname. Mm, yeah, I'm sure too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, we're nearly there, Deeks. Uh, one game in Division Three, mate. St Ives Mariners one two one at Cold Rose Reserves. I bet that was a bit windy down the old air, air base Saturday, yeah. wasn't it? Blimey, yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah, fair play to those lads, mate, for playing in that, mate. But uh, Tom Bird and, and Craig Don Levy, mate, with the with the two goals for Mariners there, mate. Um, uh, Division four, mate. Well, they, we had actually had three games, mate, survived in Division four, and they and they produced twenty one goals, mate. The three games. <laughs> Um, yeah, Mully and Thirds, mate, they thrash Constantine Reserves 8-0. Uh, James K with a hat-trick there, mate. Uh, Dropship Reserves won 6-4, mate. A 6-4 thriller at home to Wendron Fifths, mate. Um, the experienced Pete Norfolk digs with a hat-trick uh, in that game, mate. Pete, he's still banging goals in, mate. It's uh, mm. a, a ripe old age. I don't know what Pete is now, mate, but... Kept himself fit, still scoring goals. Good on Pete, mate. And, uh, well, the last game, Deeks, well, a bit of a shame here, mate. I mean, Frogpool Reserves, they they won a tight game at Storm, mate, who, you know, Storm certainly improved over the season's Deeks, something. not they? I mean, you've spoke to a, mm. a couple of people from Storm, haven't you, mate, over the over our five years, mate. And I'll just mention again, mate, our five-year anniversary, Deeks. But, but uh, yeah, good result for Frogpool Reserves, winning 2-1 at Stormer, Matt Larkham and Randon Triggs, mate, with with a goal each. Connor Connor Clark replying for Storm, mate. Um, they they saw Adam Matthews sent off, mate, in the in the forty four forty uh, first minute, mate. Storm did so. That might have had an outcome on the on the score, mate. Um, it, yeah, yeah. Adam had a red card, mate, and and there was a well. I mean, it's been reported a bit on the forum. Mate. There's a, there was a few unsavoury scenes, Deeks, weren't there after mm. after that board, mate? So probably uh, you know the less said, the, the better, Deeks. I think if there's a few people talking about it in there on the on the Cornwall Football Forum, if anyone really wants to go and have a look at that, Deeks. But I'm sure the County FA will be taking a look at that one, Deeks, weren't there? But you know, just like to say, well done to the ref. So Deeks, you know, um, you know, it's it's such a difficult you know, job, mate, in it to do anyway, Deeks. And, you know, when you get sort of, you know, sort of, well, you don't like to see referees getting any flack or abuse, Deeks, do you, you know, for trying to do... I mean, they're part of the game, Deeks, aren't they? There's 22 players out there, Deeks, and, you know, there's a 23rd man out there as well running around, aren't they? And, you know, no ref wants to go to a game and, you know, players make mistakes, mate. You know, referees can't see everything, mate, can't they? They can't see every little thing that goes on. And, you know, it, on, you know, they want to go and enjoy the game as well and do the best they can and have a good game as well, Dicks, don't they? So, you know, I'd, you know, it'd be nice if, um, I think if everyone could just, you know, give our referees as much respect as, as possible, really, mate, because we wouldn't have a game without them, mate, would we? No, so. that's right. And the threat is, if actually this well, let's be fair, bad behaviour continues. I mean, look yeah. at that incident in Turkey. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, disgusting, Deeks, yeah. isn't it, really? I mean, a, a bloke, what, what was he, chairman or something, Deeks, wasn't he? Yeah, you know, he's I about, think so, yeah. He's about 50 odd years. You know, it's not like a, well, it's, it's inexcusable, whatever it is, Deeks, isn't it? But it's not as if it's a young bloke sort of had a few drinks or something. It's a 50 year old, like, chairman running on the pitch to, to punch a referee, Deeks, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's just like. The game will be closed you know, down what? if, there is, you know, if there's much yeah, of that happening. 
I know, Dick. So no, it, it makes you worry about it, mate. Doesn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, what what if that happened in the you know in the middle of Truro, Dick? You know, everyone's out Christmas shopping. Someone runs up to you and punches you in the in the face, Dick. You know, you're gonna retire. You know, well done to the ref, really, mate. But you know, nobody's gonna put up with that, mate. Are they? No, that's right. You know, what, what, yeah. What, what's happening, Dick's in the world, mate? You know, I just mm. just um, you know. I think as soon as you put that black kit on, mate, you've got to have... I mean, just look at rugby. I know we've mentioned it before, Deeks, and, you know, we're probably harping on a bit. But but look at the respect the rugby refs get, mate, you know? And what? why can't that happen in football, Deeks? Why, mm. you know, why do we need to feel that we can shout abuse, you know, from not just the players, mate, but from the t- you know, from the sidelines as well, isn't it? Supporters as well. Yeah. You know, you, you've been to rugby matches, Deeks. I've been to a lot of rugby matches. You don't see that in rugby, mate, do you? No, you don't see that. No, very true. You know, yeah. Unaccept- yeah. It's just unacceptable, Deeks, isn't it? It's just, you know, it, it's got to end somewhere, mate. And, you know, I think it's about time, especially locally, Deeks, where we're, where we're shorter referees anyway, mate. You know, the blokes go out there and try and do a, you know, the best job that they could possibly can on a Saturday. And to get that sort of level, you know, obviously, you know, I don't know what happened in this particular game, Deeks. I, I don't don't really want to know, mate, do you? But, but like, you know, it's just got a, we need to really give the refs a bit of respect, Deeks, to me, and, 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 treat, and treat them well, mate. You know, I mean, you know, you, I think we need to look after the refs rather than, you know, if you get a little handball like on the halfway line, Deeks, it's not the end of the world, is it, mate? You know, or or a throw in on, you know, it don't go your way on the halfway line. It's, it's not the end of the world, Deeks, is it? No, so let's no, stop right. giving their refs a bit. Yeah, sorry, mate. I, I've gone on a bit. I've, I've had me, I've had me rant, mate. But, but there's some, there's some good blokes raffing though, Deeks, aren't there? They, you know, they des- they deserve a lot more respect than they're getting. I think, don't they, in general? Yeah. And I, I'm not speaking for everyone, mate. I, I know a, cl- a lot of clubs really look after the the refs, don't they, mate, on a match day and stuff. So, you know, let's treat them. You know, they're an endangered species, Deeks, aren't they, refs? So let's <laughs> let's treat them well, mate, aren't they? Yeah. Let's, let's let's treat them well. I do know the referee in, in question of this match. Uh, he is a fairly newish referee, but he is going to continue. So it's not turned him off. Um, you know, brilliant. It hasn't turned him away from the game. But yeah, clubs have got to be careful how far they go with all this, haven't they? Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, it's either no football, you know, no referees, no football, and that's it. Yeah, that's the way it's going to go, Deeks, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah, we're going to lose these refs, mate, aren't we? Mm. Yeah, well, you can't lose you the can't game. Blame them, yeah. Can't you? No. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the way it's going to go, mate, isn't it? You know, we got just, just look at right. You know, just look at rugby, mate. You know, that's all we got to do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. let's let's give the referees some respect, mate. And a merry Christmas to everyone, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, mate. Ho, ho, ho. And, a, and yeah. a happy new year. Let's make it a new year's resolution, Dick. So let's treat refs better, mate. Players, right. spectators, everyone, mate. Okay. No need of it, is there? No, no need of it. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Sorry, Deke's rant, rant over, mate. Rant over. Right. Um, couple of games, Deke's. Couple of games. I've just gone straight to the. I don't think we need to look any further, really. Deke's Saturday, mate. I've just gone straight to uh, the Premier Leagues, mate, in the East and the West. And um, there's a couple of could be a couple of pre-Christmas crackers. I think Deke's coming up, mate, on Saturday, mate. 
Um, in the West Premier, mate, we got we got St. Day, mate, who are, who are leaders, obviously, mate, going well, and you know, obviously, want that promotion this year, mate, that they probably deserve. They stunt they after all the years they've been knocking on the door, mate. Um, you know, I think we'd all love to see St. Day, you know, end up in a R level football, but with with the with the Vogue and all, mate, looking so lovely, mate. But St. Day digs they host, mate. Uh, a, well, my old mate Johnny Perro digs his, his young form of town reserve team digs. They're they're a pretty good team to watch, digs at the minute, mate. I'm I'm hearing rave reviews about them, mate. Well, that was just from Johnny, actually, mate, to be fair. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, no, no, I'm sorry, JP. I'm joking. No, but I, I've heard some really good things, mate. I, well, I'm sure you have, Dick, something about this form of town reserve team, Dick. And I know there's a few players in that team that have played first team in that, Dick, isn't there? Mm-hmm. So, so uh, yeah. So I reckon that could be a cracker, Dick, at the Vogue, mate, in the West Division. So they... Falmouth, but Deeks, it could even be usurped, mate. Usurped in the east, mate. I'll try and get that usurped word in this week. I think uh, we got old foes, mate, uh, playing each other in the east Premier Division, mate. And and I think it'd be fair to say, mate, these two teams have probably dominated the up east, mate, haven't they? In the mm. Superior League in the last few seasons, mate, these two teams. Um, and that's Salt Ashborough, Deeks, who they're hosting uh, runaway leaders. St Dominic Dicks on Saturday so I think if you know if anyone's around that area mate you know probably a game that's going to definitely be on as well Dicks with Salt Ashborough's you know we're talking about 3G pitches and all Dicks aren't we so yeah you know that game probably got 2.30 kickoffs mate by the way I should say so yeah uh, game of the day Dicks for me mate I think Salt Ashborough versus St Dominic do you, do you agree Dicks could be a cracker yeah without could a doubt and uh as you said, they yeah. have dominated the uh, the past two seasons. But both seasons, Salt Ashborough have had the better of St Dominic. Uh, yeah. um, just a you know two points, I think, a couple of years ago, and then four points last season was a difference between Salt Ashborough winning the league and St Dominic coming second. So, is it going to be the season for St Dominic to fight back? Um, let's find out from their management or one of their management team. Simon Riddle. Well, I would imagine a very content and happy manager, Simon, at the moment. Yeah, at the moment, um, it's gone well. Uh, league campaign's going well, and I'm still in still in both cups heading into the end of the year. So uh, we've got to be pretty pleased with, with where we are at the minute. Yeah, uh, you can clear up one thing with the cups. The the Tracy Banfield um, Cup is is that the League Cup as such? Yes, that's the league. What was the league cup? Yeah, right. Because that was a game that you won uh, one nil recently against St. Dave, wasn't it? Yeah, a couple of weeks ago we played them in that. Yeah, yeah. and it yeah. sounds as if it's quite a tight match by all accounts. Yeah, I guess probably expectedly so as well. Um, well, not a lot in it. It was a, it was a decent game for a one nil. Sometimes they can be quite scrappy, but I thought <laughs> the game in general was was good. Um, we managed to score pretty quickly after half time and and held on to it until the end so yeah really pleased to get through that one and, and get into the I think it's the quarters next for that yeah all these cup competitions around the place it gets a bit confusing at times and so good reason to speak to you this week not only you know in the league as such 13 uh, wins from 13 games but you well you got the team that's picked you the last couple of seasons on Saturday haven't you yeah, yeah, down at uh, Sowich Bar on Saturday. I guess they've probably become our, well, they have become our main rivals over the last couple of seasons. 
Um, two seasons in a row, it's been been really, really, really tight and probably end up being the same again this year. Yeah, you're top two at the moment. Um, and, well, you look at the league table and you have to say you've got the upper hand. I know you're not going to uh, agree with that as such because um, things can change very quickly. But have you got much the same side as last season or...? What's the what's the difference? Uh, you know, what's made you sort of go this far with a hundred percent record in the league? I mean, that's you're halfway through the season, so uh, that's some some doing. Yeah, it's been it's been a bit weird one really because I think the core of our team is, is very similar to what it has been over the last few seasons. But I think we played right at the end of last season. We won the cup final or league cup final as it was then against Mosul. I think seven of that squad of of are not with us for or play bit part sort of roles now or, or moved on or whatever. So it was actually quite a big change through the summer and start of this season. But it seems to have come together quite well. Um, more than new lads that have come in have settled in. It's been quite a good group, you know, to get on with each other. Um, and obviously they managed to get some decent form going and, and put us where we are. So you know we got we got to be pleased with, with how it's turned out to well halfway now, aren't we? Thirteen games through in the league. So just yeah. got to keep somehow keep that going. Especially now when you know, weather's intervening, you get a blank week. So it's a bit of a momentum, momentum even if I can get the word out, momentum killer when that comes up. So we've got to kind of reset now this weekend and, and be all guns blazing down there. Yeah, because that's a day game, 25th of November. That was That's your last game, wasn't it? Last competitive yeah, match. Then a, yeah, there'll be a new game fixture the following week. And obviously Saturday, like most teams up this way, or in the East anyway, was, uh, was washed out. Yeah. Now, no, well... Hopefully, there'll be no fear of that on Saturday as you're on a all-weather pitch, aren't you, at, at uh, Sword Ashbury? So, do you train on all-weather or, or what? how do you train yes, normally? Yeah. yeah, we train up at Callington College on the all-weather up there. Ah, right. So, um, no excuse for you not being used to sort of 3G or 4G or whatever it is? No, obviously, especially this time of year, it's, it's quite a bit different depending on muddy grass pitches, but in terms of actually playing football on that kind of surface there shouldn't really be any excuses no but which would you rather play on I'm going to have to say grass <laughs> there was a delay I was for a moment I thought you were going to say all weather but uh, no it's grass isn't it really all the way yeah. of course it is that's, that's proper football if you like isn't it but you know they're, they're, they're so good at home down on that pitch and they have been for the last few seasons so you know it's a real fortress for them so it's going to be a big ass rest on Saturday to in there and, and upset that form yeah if you're being cagey even a draw would be okay for you wouldn't it really I know you, you probably want to keep that 100% record but a draw would be fine wouldn't it yeah they don't gain anything if we if we do manage to get a point down there but you know you could almost argue it's a six point the other way anyway you know if we mm. go and win gives us that extra buffer if they if they beat us then they they close that gap up again and you know I know they've got a few games in hand as well but we know full well from last season that games in hand don't really matter you know you've got to expect them to win them mm. they probably did with us last season so just trying to extend that lead any any chance you can to get further ahead is you've got to try and take it yeah and so Sodash Borough on Saturday then uh, what is it Saturday week you're home to Sodash United Reserves no sort of um, Boxing Day match for you guys no nothing over Christmas for us and yeah, we get a choice in, in our league of whether you want a Boxing Day game or not ah right so with with people and families and things we find it better to just say no to that 
Yeah, because it always used to be that players were keen to play on Boxing Day. Then when it actually came around to, to making it a date, <laughs> they, they bottled out almost, wouldn't it? So it's probably better just to say no and be done with it. It is. The last thing you do is want to say, yeah, we'll have a Boxing Day game. Then you get to it and you find you've got five or six of your regulars can't play or something. So if there's a choice, it kind of makes it a bit easier for user team to, to do that. Right. So all in all, and everything's going okay. Um, for the future, I mean... St Dominic, can they? I know I've asked you this before, but can you go up? Would you want to go up? Or what happens, you know, if you do finish top of the table as such? Want to, 100%. Um, able to, not really, no. Um, like I said, we've, we've spoke about it before. It's, it's more or less comes down to where the pitch is located and, and the inability to, to get planning for floodlights where it is. So that makes sure. it difficult for you to keep your players, I guess, to some extent, doesn't it? Yeah, to some extent, um, those with ambition, I'm sure, you know, we'll, look, we'll be looking to go higher. I know a few of them have got a bit of unfinished business with us this year because we've you know, two second places. They wanted to go and, and try and win the league. So, you know, end of the season, who knows what might happen, but we've got to get there first and, and we've got to go and do that. So it's a, bit, a few months down the line. we just got to concentrate now on games coming up in hand and, you know, trying to keep ourselves top of that league come May. And I would imagine the team spirit has got to be really, really good at the moment, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, even though we haven't seen each other much for the last couple of weeks. But, um, <laughs> yeah, everyone, like I say, the lads that came in through the summer have all settled in really well. And we managed to pick up some good players as well in that, um, as well as good lads. And, you know, everyone mixes in really well. Our socials are well attended, you know, and there's always chat about end of season where we go in and over Christmas what we're going to do. So, yeah, that's really, really good. And that's that's massive on the pitch as well. If you can, if you can get that going in your club, consistency in your players at play as well it makes a massive difference. Do you get together for a Christmas celebration or what? Um, or do you do it after perhaps a Saturday week's match? Um, yeah, we were planning probably to do, to do something next weekend after Saturday's game before Christmas. Because once you get into that sort of week between Christmas and New Year, everyone's got plans for various things, haven't they? And the, your sort of three days never seem to line up. So, who's who's the party animal in your squad? <laughs> um, well, actually, one I'd say Jay Martin was a team with me, and he, he seems to end up organising all the socials and everything. But he's always quite keen to do it. So if anybody puts around up to do it, you know they're just going to end up doing it. So uh, <laughs> we sort of leave the plan into him, and he tells us where to be and when, you know, when to be there. <laughs> right. And do you have to wear wear funny party gear, or is there any you know sort of restrict or regulation uh, fashion wear, or is he just uh, just turn up and enjoy yourself? Yeah, turn up, have a few beers, enjoy yourself. And, you know, if we can get into that with a couple more wins under the ball, we'll be even more in the Christmas spirit, I think. Well, so. yeah, that's very true. Two games between now and, and when you do uh, have that uh, session. So uh, it's going to be a tight one Saturday, no doubt, but one that you must be looking forward to. Of course, then you've got them in the cup as well. I mean, uh, what's that, about a month's time, isn't it? Yeah, middle of January, I think it is. So, yeah, at least you know another game that's probably going to be on. <laughs> yeah, in that's the true. So that's one good thing. I was going to say, that that's that's the good thing about all-weather pitches. But uh, as as we've already touched on, you'd much prefer grass. And so uh, um, all I can say, uh, Simon, is thanks for coming on and have a great Christmas. Yeah, no problem. And thanks very much for having me. And Merry Christmas to everybody that's list- listening in as well. Thanks very much. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, in- incredible season, Deeks, isn't it? For St. Tom so far, mate, 13 straight league wins. And through 
you know, threw in the cups at present as well, you know, beat St. Day, didn't they? Uh, you know, Dom or doing really well in the West as well, top of the West. So, you know, brilliant season. So, well, 100% season, not yeah. not to be sniffed that, Deeks, is it? At any level of football, was it, mate? No, seven, know, 17 games in all, I reckon they've played and, and won all 17. So... Yeah, that's impressive. You know, and that's a it's a tough league, Dix, as well, and it? it's good level of football that is, mate. You know, I've seen quite a bit of that sort of league, mate, and there's some good teams in there, mate. So to to win 17 straight games, mate, and you know that level, I mean that, that incredible, really. Well done to Simon and everyone at St Dominic, mate. But yeah, certainly a big ma- well match of the day, I think, Dix, on Saturday, in it with a with a couple of old foes, you know, going head to head, you know, like you mm. said, mate. Two teams that have definitely dominated the league tables in the last two seasons or, or so, mate. So, so uh, you know, I think if St. Dom win that one, mate, I mean, I know Kevin will have a bit to say. We spoke to Kev, mate, and we at Salt Ashborough. You know, I think he'll have a, he'll, he'll get his boys up for this one, mate. But I think if St. Dom win that, mate, they'll, they'll, uh, have plenty to celebrate over Christmas, mate, wouldn't they? If they win at Salt Ash on Saturday, Deeks, wouldn't they? Yeah, that's, that's for sure. That's right. Yeah, so. what a season so far, mate. But yeah, sorry, Deeks. What are you saying sorry for? No, I was going to interrupt you again then, no, mate. No, yeah, I was going to Yeah, no, yeah. I, I just wrote at the end here, mate, eight, it'll, it'll make it 18 straight wins but you've already said 17 <laughs> you've already so I didn't even have to say that mate did I <laughs> I beat you to so, it I beat you to it you yeah. have mate as usual mate as <laughs> usual you've beat me you beat me to it Deeks. so yeah what what season Deeks you know half, halfway through really mate and won every game mate you know what incredible yeah. isn't it must be boring Incred- wasn't it I don't know. Never, yeah, I, I've never been in that situation. Like I know you have uh, probably, but I, I've, yeah, I've, I've never been, been in that good a side. No, that's right. So. No, yeah, I bet Simon's there, mate, in the dugout with his cigar, and he mate by <laughs> by bet. By half time, mate, I bet he's there with his cigar, isn't he? Leaning back. <laughs> yeah, I'm not so sure. It, well, I'm not so sure it will be this week, but uh, but no, certainly, no, no. certainly, it's a great season so far. And and like I said to him, I yeah. mean, well, to be fair, you could probably afford to lose and still win the league. I think at this moment in time, yeah. but you don't want to do that, obviously. But um, yeah, a draw would do, but uh, they want to keep their unbeaten record going, don't they? So a win is what they'll yeah. be going for. Definitely, mate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Look forward to seeing that uh, result at five o'clock on Saturday as well. Thanks, don't you? Mm-hmm. That's See, right. Yeah. That'd be interesting so, one. so Rapper, where are you, where are you watching this week? Yeah, well, I don't know, Deeks, really, mate. We we don't know anymore, mate, do we? Well, you do, mate. You, I'm sure it'll be on at Callaway Park, Deeks. Uh, yeah. You know, up in the gantry yeah. there, mate, you and Mark. Hope you have a good day, mate. Hope you have a good day. But, uh, yeah, Par and Wow, mate. Well, couldn't get much tougher, really, Deeks. Uh, Par and Wow are at uh, New Inn Titans, mate. Ooh. So, yeah, I know, mate. I know. I, I just hope they got their full team. <laughs> well, I got to be honest, Dick. So I watched the. Um, it was the second game of the season, actually, mate. A midweek game, it was at, right at the start of the season, and uh, Perrin Wells sort of well, proper. Oh, uh, 
I don't know, mate. I, I mean, they lost two one <laughs> at the end of the day. I mean, I don't. You know, I, I might be being a bit. You know, because I, I think new in Titans, mate. They're they're sort of champions, electics, and you've got to give them full respect. Something you know, they, they they've won their, you know, they've won their respective league two years in a row now, mate. Been champions, and looks like they're going to make it three years in a row, big. So, and you know, possible. Although you know, they got Penzil Pensilva in the Junior Cup, thinks so we you know. That could be that could be a tough that well it'd be a good final that would mate really mm-hmm. those two but so yeah so that you know they got so much to look forward to new in Titans Deeks so but I did I did think Paramo were actually the better side that night Deeks so I mean you know it was one all for ages and then Paramo went down to ten men and and they still you know they they played they had their full team that night though Deeks and when when they got their sort of full team mate they're a good they are they are a decent side you know not you wouldn't think so looking at the league table but but um. But yeah, they give New and Titans a really good game, and the, and and the Titans went on to win it at the end there, you know. So, but um, but yeah, Saturday digs it could be a, a old different sort of proposition away to Titans, mate. At their uh, at their Luggan Park ground, digs isn't it just just down the road from you, digs isn't it? Mm, well, that's a Titan. Let yeah. me say, not not yeah, quite just down the road, but yeah, close. No, no, not that far away. Mate. That's right. So. Uh, yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully I'll be there, Diggs. Uh, hopefully see, uh, yeah, see me see me old mate Ralph Pascoe, Diggs. He's still playing for Titans at the back there. So, yeah, they got a... Yeah, they're cracking side, Diggs, aren't they, for that level of football? So, just hope Paramount can sort of give them a game, hopefully, Diggs. Yeah. Hopefully, mate. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it will be a good game. And, um, well... Yeah, uh, the, let's let's hope the weather is uh, is with us. That's the main yeah. thing, isn't it? So, uh, good chance of it being yeah. on there. I would have thought so. Yeah, they don't have too many cancelled there, Deke. So, so yeah, I'm I'm hopeful, Deke. I'm hopeful, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, be good. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks very much. That's uh, uh, another episode completed. What number is this one? Yeah, two hundred and twenty-three, Deeks. Yeah, two, 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 three. Right. Yeah, I know, mate. We're I don't know, five years, mate. Five years. <laughs> Thanks for everything, Deeks, over that five years. Well, you know, all down to you, mate, Mr. Cornish Football, Esquire. Oh, shut Extraordinaire. up. Goodness Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. <laughs> you know, I've been mean, I mean, dying to say that all me. season. Shut up, for goodness sake. <laughs> yeah, I bet you have, mate. <laughs> I, know you're a, I know you're a modest man, mate, but we've, we've all got a lot to thank you for, mate. You know, Cornish Soccer Magazine, Football Forum, Podcast, mate. The list goes on. Even standing on a gantry at Ilfracoon, mate. Uh, no, I wasn't standing on the gantry. I was down below. I wasn't. I wasn't. Yeah, you was to be. No, sure. That's right. I was. Yeah. I was. Uh, I was hiding below. But um. But this. You was on, you was on that pitch, mate. When you? you was on that yeah. soggy pitch. I can still see Mark Huckle's uh, face at half time. He had to go into the clubhouse to to try and warm up. He he looked absolutely yeah. frozen. I was in the better place. Put it that way. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark, mate. Yeah. Anyway, let's hope it's a good afternoon for everyone this Saturday. And Sunday, um, you know, it's yeah. uh, well, pitch is going to be wet, but um, it's December, as Phil Hiscock said to me. It's December, so what do you yeah. expect? 
So exactly, mate. Yeah, and well done to all the volunteers, mate. You know, we're saying well done to the referees, Deeks. I think we should say well done. You know, anyone that got a game on last week, especially Deeks, wasn't it? They deserve a medal, mate, mm, don't they? That's right. But I most of the ladies' game will be on at Troon this Sunday, Deeks, with Eloise, mate. Because if it's not, mate, I'm going to have to watch Liverpool, Man United, and I, <laughs> I don't really want. I don't want to be doing that, mate. I'm turning my phone off Sunday, Deeks. I got so many. Oh, mate, I got so. Many Liverpool friends, Deeks is ridiculous, uh, mate. They beat us seven 0 mate. Do you remember that last season, mate? Ooh. Oh, mate, my phone went mental. I turned it off, Deeks. I, <laughs> I threw it on the eight. <laughs> okay. Turned it off in like two hours. So, yeah, I just hope our local games on, Deeks. That's the, that's the art and soul of football, mate. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Football. Right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Rappo, once again for thanks, um, uh, what you're doing and uh, in. Everyone enjoy the football out there. It's, um, well, it'll soon be Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I hope, uh, hope everyone's organised, Deeks. What's it? 15th, mate. Only got 10 no, days, mate. We are. Yeah, 25th it is, not the 15th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 10 days, mate. It's yeah. starting to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> Every time, mate. <laughs> right, time to go. Thanks very much, Rappo, and I'll see you next week. Cheers, Dick. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, mate. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Cornish Soccer Podcast.